Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Paper Play Action. I am your host, Amani Brown. I'm here with Aaron. Yo, how y'all doing? There he is. And our old homie co-host, Andre. Yush. Hello, everyone. This is the AAA podcast. This is what's going on right AAA. now. We got Andre, Aaron, and Amani. <laughs> Fuck us. yeah. <laughs> Word. I, just, I just realized that, bro. Hell yeah. We gotta just come up with little group names the whole time. That's Got the, the deal. Right here for a good old battery. It's perfect. Exactly. That was reliable as double A's, but we're not gonna do that in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't like triple A's. I mean, they're just for smaller got, appliances. Maybe, you know what I mean? They really are just for slightly smaller appliances. They help you out. It's got a little bit but, less um, voltage. <laughs> just, just slightly, just a little bit. That being said, so. how you guys doing, real quick? Just let the people know how you guys been. Been pretty, pretty good. good, man. Yeah, kind good. of excited. Like uh, I've got this sort of general excitement uh, about life right now. Uh, I actually, uh, I would not agree with you more like often than not, but I'm actually gonna tend to agree with you right now because it's been a like my like my house went from being like clearly a single guy lives here, you know, and mm-hmm. soon <laughs> I'm actually gonna have st- like furniture and stuff. So I'm like excited as fuck. He's like, yay, nice, it's bro. gonna be furnished. <laughs> I got well, I got a new bed, guys. I, I don't feel think it, you'll I understand. Feel it. Very few things in this world make you as happy as getting a new bed. Very few things. <laughs> that is true. That's not wrong at all. But uh let's get into the action. Uh what about you, Andre? Let's let's start with you, because I know you were talking about um how you are feeling a lot better in general. So let's let's hear it. Let's let's get into it. What you got going on? Well I have like as far as as far as my week, as far as what's been going on, I've just been writing, and uh, I've got let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine nine poems done. Okay. Um, yeah, man, I've got nine poems done. That uh, like some of them are, um, I have I wanted to have a few six line poems. Let's see, um, this one that I'm working on right now, one two three four five, it'll be seven lines. So I don't have any six-line poems. I wanted to have some six-line poems, but I was just having too much fun writing. Uh, I get that. So, you know, like, it started as a six-line poem, and then I was like, wait, 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 there's more that I can say here. <laughs> and then it went to, like, seven lines, eight lines, nine lines, and I have one that's, like, a 20-line poem. But, yeah, I've got nine poems, working on a tenth, uh, which is this this one right now that's going to be seven lines. And uh, I actually have a new place that I would like to share with the audience for whether, uh, for, you know, like posting purposes, if there's some place. Okay, by all means, please. Cause we love, um, we love sponsoring that kind of stuff. <laughs> brief, briefly Zine. Uh, if you can what, find sorry? them at briefly, it, it's briefly like, like, uh, I'll be there briefly. Yeah. Uh, briefly underscore Zine. Okay. Z I N E. That's on, that's all. That's their Twitter handle. So, if you there and they're taking submissions right now, okay. right? This is this is a, like right some now. Some friends know. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I think this is a great way for anybody. You said underscore. You no. Know, Just yes, one more briefly, time for the people. At briefly capital B R I E F L Y underscore Zine Z I N E, and um, let me let me let me let me let me let me read a little bit about them. Uh, this is on their website. Briefly, Zine is committed to offering the freshest short fiction, 
We publish bold stories between six and six hundred words and powerful poems of sixteen lines or less. Um, okay. And each issue will have a delicious range of micro cheats for you to feast on. Shall we begin? Um. So yeah, like this is this is really a pretty cool uh like literary magazine that you could send your submissions to. Uh, I don't want to read their about page, you know, just, you know, I don't want to go on and on about that. But yeah, I've been excited about all the writing that I've been doing. I have one of my poems is entitled, well, the one I'm working on now is um, Seven, Roman Roman numeral Seven, like Mm V-I-I. I've got one that's called If a Tree Falls in the Forest. I've got one called Fetish. I've got one called Telescopic. Uh, Well, I'll just read the fuck. I'll read read Moss Nine. So I've got Crafting the View, Fetish, Fire. If a tree falls in the forest, if I, if you would but stay, push, telescopic, and water. And um, I've been having really fun exploring. See, I, I fancy myself a philosopher, and I've been having a lot of fun exploring the kind of philosophy that I could uh, discuss in my poetry, um, which has placed my fairy tale on a bit of a back burner, but not so much of a back burner that it's uh you know gonna be forgotten and left to the wayside but that's that's really exciting me because now that i have some place that i want to publish them and some place that i will publish them my quality of work seems to be getting even better you know almost as if you put more into what you're doing when you know that you're about to give it to the world you know mm-hmm. exactly so i'm really excited about that, that and uh besides that just been reading, you know, uh, drawing a lot, working on my style of drawing, trying to, you know, really solidify that within myself and not, not solidify it so much as to, you know, be, you know, incapable of, you know, doing something else, but I feel like I've been trying to, to, to know what I, you know, what I like, you know, what's, how do I, when, when someone's, do I you know, exactly, you know, <laughs> like if someone's like, oh, that looks like a Picasso. We say that because we know what Picasso's work looks like. And yeah. We, we relate this this look yeah we've established the style to him it's like it's yeah, like anything like van gogh you look at a van gogh painting and it's like there's nobody else that painted the way he did like it just it's just, yeah. it just doesn't you know that's with almost exactly. any art though you know that's the nice thing about mm-hmm. art and the best like part, that's actually. um the, the very best part i think when you establish yourself immortally uh, through artistic fashion whatever artistic fashion that you possess you know and, and you give that to the world that's that's a beautiful contribution you know to, you, you know you're, like, you're saying think that, about who you may you're inspire, saying that and the, like it's a super true thing about artists like that's the goal but it's something that i've you look into history wise and up until like very recently most artists didn't usually live to see their fame more often that's true them. that's very like, true for that's a very true. like history you look like like look at beethoven for example beethoven yeah like, they, they bullied him basically out of music he died broken you know he he was popular, but for some reason, you know, it, it he reached a point where it stopped. And nowadays, mm. most of his pieces are considered masterpieces. You know, we yeah. talk about Lovecraft all the time. Lovecraft, it's the same thing yeah, with him. Lovecraft, he never got to see any of his he fame. He did not get to Lovecraft see his fame was a by freaking any means. Introvert. Lovecraft was. was, I, mean, was a, I don't know. I, I can't quite say he was an introvert, but he was definitely like. He was just weird, man. Like he was just strange. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, he was, yeah, a he was strange weird. guy. <laughs> yeah, he was just a very strange guy. And like, but he for yeah. sure died thinking that like his he, work yeah, was he, unsuccessful. I he died thinking he, he was a failure. I'm pretty sure. And there's you. another one too. Someone has a famous line: "If I died without anyone, with the... I just remember who it was. It's the it's yes. the homie that created Sherlock Holmes. 
if he if he died, um, only being known for their Sherlock Holmes work. Oh would yeah, consider their life's work a failure. Yeah. Also and he did so yep. many other things other than the Sherlock Holmes books, but those were but just the, the deal ones is, is that, that hit, man. Those were the ones. Those are the ones that just people enjoyed the most. Like he he personally did not feel like. Those were his Sherlock Holmes was opus. his best yeah. work. Yeah, he no, doesn't like those were his best opus. works. I know that. I know that, but I, I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes fan. Oh, yeah, you they're great. Ask, they're amazing books. They're amazing books. I love Sherlock Holmes. It's just that, like... I did not yeah. know that he had expressed that... He was like, if, that's it. If this is it, I'm mad. Like, know? if this is it, then... Yeah, yeah then like, I failed. He, he wow. basically said that if I, if I died only being known as the person that wrote Sherlock Holmes, then I have failed. And... It's wow. crazy because when you think of how big Sherlock Holmes is, I'm like, you couldn't possibly be a failure for being known for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, but it's like, just not possible. You, you think of but like him, sometimes like the the Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I mean, you, you, I don't know what the reception was at the time. Honestly, I know they were very popular, so I, I, I'm surprised. Honestly, I think that's the thing that haunts artists the most is not the the idea that they won't see their art become successful but that one piece of their art will be so successful that it not only outshines and overshadows everything else, but people do not know about the rest. That's, that's sort of the, the quote unquote curse of success. You know, like, like who, I don't know if JK Rowling did anything outside of, you know, the Harry Potter world. I don't know. The world. I'm gonna be real. I don't like think she's, she's why she's would she bother? Too. I don't know. I mean Stephanie she's Mayer made this uh, stupid Stephanie Mayer wrote this book called The Host after she did the Twilight series. Mm. She did this book called The Host and I like I remember my mom it bought it. <laughs> I read like half of it. I I it was dude, this was years ago. I, I genuinely don't remember. I know they made a movie of it though. I know they made a movie of it because I saw the movie and I'm yeah. like, okay, of course they, they made a movie for it. Um but uh it wasn't bad it was different it was it was it still was kind of cringy i'm gonna be honest with you man but like it was well that was kind of the deal to be honest yeah. the twilight series was kind of cringy in general as much as people might want to be might want to okay. kill me for that statement dude they it was, can't it deny that the fucking they cannot deny that there are some seriously cringy moments in those movies and those books for that matter like the first me personally i read the entire series because i like everyone was shitting on them and i love to read and my cousin mm. had the entire collection, so I go like, well, you know, I don't want to just literally judge a book by its cover, you know. People Let are me shit on, on it, it with clarity. You know, I want to know are these books worth reading? And I ask my cousin, hey, you already finished reading? Can I borrow them? She's like, you want to read them? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I just want to, you know, see what the fuck is up with these things. You know, what's up? You know, people love them. Some people absolutely despise them. What's going on here? So I read all of them. I hate the I hated the first one. The first one I hated. I couldn't stand the first book. Well, I'm <laughs> be honest like, with you. It. The first this book was just, I didn't like it. The second book was marginally better. The third book just didn't make sense to me in a lot of ways. It was very weirdly written. And then the fourth book was actually pretty good. Like I, I'll be honest, there was a, the fourth book was actually pretty decent. A lot of stuff goes on. It's a lot of action. You know, um, the writing right, right, is way right. more mature. It felt like, but. Like the fourth one is probably the only one that I would say this is good. This is a this is this is a book that I would potentially read, you know, and sit down and enjoy. But all the other ones, I have, it was more just like I'll get I'll get through it, you know. <laughs> for me personally, I've always had like this. And I don't know why it sticks with me. I hated I the have vampires. No idea still. Why I absolutely despise the no. vampires. Oh yeah, the vi- vampires are not vampires. But I hated. I remember hating the Twilight series before ever reading it, based on mm. concepts alone. 
And oh, the movies didn't help either because when the movies came out, <laughs> no, they were didn't. trying to read the movies and like watch the books and I mean, wow, watch the movies and read the books. And mm-hmm. uh, and it, the movies, <laughs> I'll be honest, Bella Swan's character, even in the books, is very wishy-washy, bland, does kind of whatever the plot needs her to do kind of character yeah. anyways. So it's hard to act that because you just have to be a fucking washboard, you know, you just have to sit <laughs> just there, you know, be and, nothing. you know, shit, she, she did what she could, you know, um, I, I know for a fact all the actors in those films, most of them fucking hated those films. <laughs> I know, like Robert Pattinson. No one hated them more. No, than Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson wanted to end his life. Robert Pattinson hated those movies, bro. I remember seeing his interviews, but, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, everyone's gonna cry when I'm done, except for me." And he just looks at the camera in the interview, and I'm like, "Oh, this man's ready to leave. He's ready to get out of here." But for me personally, I remember, um, I remember hearing about them and being like, "Okay, so this is a love story between a vampire and, and a, human. A, a woman who technically is human." So I'm like, "All right." Personally speaking, I'm like, you have two options on this vampire man. You could turn her into a vampire, or which is what you, everybody. I mean, it's literally what everybody human. tells him to do because that what you're. That's literally what you're supposed to do. And like vampire, because it's what you're supposed to vampire do. Vampire law, according to like the fucking people and, that are in the Vatican. It's like yo, if you're gonna, and that was do the thing. That, you know, it was like, or you just, or you make her your thrall. <laughs> you could do that because those. That's a thing that vampires do. <laughs> And then hearing about them being like crystal golem, whatever. Yeah, that's, they're, they're, I'm just gonna throw like, that out the like window. Diamond, Don't worry about they're that. They're like diamond golems. It's, I hate it. It's very that. confusing because there's a whole thing. Okay, there's a whole thing. Hey, I don't know if y'all know this or not. This is some fucking Twilight lore for y'all out there because I remember this stuck with me. The uh, leader of the fucking leaders of the vampire world that are in the fucking Vatican, whose name I don't fucking remember. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch of them, they're super ultra pale, even like compared to other vampires, they're so pale. And their whole thing is like a bunch of them started actually turning into stone because they would just sit in their thrones and not move. They would sit in their thrones and get blood brought to them and they would drink that, you know? They were basically like mm-hmm. kings. And they didn't move, they just sat there and they started literally turning into stone just from not moving. It was insane. That, that's like a thing that happened. <laughs> and like a bunch of them turned like, okay. to stone and they were like, hey, we can't. We can't do this anymore. We might, you know, there's only a few of us left, and there's like we're a couple thousand years old. That's a lot of that's a lot of shit that just died, you know. Wow, yeah. uh, it's pretty cool. I'm gonna wow. be honest though. One thing I did like about the the books, I liked the they're not werewolves, they're shapeshifters, but they call them werewolves. But the wolves, I actually kind of like. Oh yeah, the werewolves. Were I kind of like the idea of like how their culture worked almost more than how the vampire thing worked. You know, <laughs> I was like, hey, they got this whole cool little, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a native thing. Actually, makes sense. let me correct this because people will crucify us. They're not werewolves or shapeshifters. That's what and I just that still bothers me. That's what I just said. I said that at the very beginning. Oh, he did. He yeah, did. they're not werewolves. Okay, yeah, they make the distinction of they, 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 they literally like in the book. There's a point where they're like they they. But here's a terrifying thing because they say they make the friends with the night the the children of the night the, the children of the moon or something like that. And it's like that's their name for werewolves. So it's like wait 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 hold up. So we got these shapeshifters here, but are there like legitimate werewolves? Hold you on. Werewolves <laughs> Are there legitimate werewolves in this world? Did you just canonically explain that? Hold on, because I remember I read that in the book, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And then Edward comes out, and he's like, no, 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 Susie, they're not technically werewolves. They can transform at whim, at their will. It's middle of the day. A werewolf wouldn't be like this in the middle of the day. It also kind of pissed me off, Loki, because they're like, nah, those are shapeshifters. Those are not werewolves. But then you look at the vampires, and you're like, how does this get away with this? How is this not something else if you're going to take... I don't like the vampires in those movies. These aren't those aren't, those aren't the greatest vampire choices. I don't know why they did it. 
you know. But, it's, but you know, I think I think this, the Twilight universe has a lot of untapped potential. We just need to get someone else to write it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Stephanie Meyer, you just don't know what to do with your own material. It's but, incredible. Uh, it also, it's like you subconsciously yeah. created a universe. Uh, like a monster universe that that Universal wanted to do. Oh, poor the, dude! Don't bring that up. That makes me cry. <laughs> that makes me cry. Don't bring that up. I had I had I a thought that, that one day all. one day we might have gotten a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen like a continue. Oh, like, oh that would have been so. I, 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 I was hoping we would get that one day like a new one with modern characters, and I'm like, oh, we're never getting that. Why would I? That hurt my soul. <laughs> would... Saying that actually made me. Originally, I was so like, ah, whatever. Everyone's trying to do a like a cinematic universe, but you saying that kind of just made me go, oh, take it all back. The cinematic universe had already been united back in the day. And the back. idea of there being like a legitimate wolf, because that Wolfman movie that they made years ago with uh, Benicio del Toro um, yes. was fucking amazing. All right, that movie was amazing. It's movie. one of the best werewolf movies I've watched in a very, very Tease long time. that Hugo Weaving was going to be the next Wolfman, dude. At the very yeah, end. but he kills himself Girl, at the come end, on. technically. Wait, you did? Because like at the end of the thing, you hear a gunshot go off in the middle of the night as the credits roll. And like, I, I, I don't know if that's what they were implying, but like the implication was that the guy got bit and he realized what was going to happen. So he kills himself to end the cycle kind of thing. But who knows? Because if they made Hugo Weaving the Wolfman, that'd be fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so sick. But, Satan you know, Smith. they made that mummy movie and that mummy movie crapped all over the place. And like, they didn't, yeah, they didn't do anything good bad, with it. Dude. I feel bad for all, every, all the actors and actresses in that film because they tried. It was just not a very well thought out film. No, hey, Sophia really. Butella is in that movie. Like, I wanted. To Russell Crowe was in that movie, and he played Butella. fucking Doctor yeah, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Mr. Hyde really well, bro. Come on. <laughs> wow, bro. Like the Monster Universe would have yeah, been cool, man. It would have been. It would have been killer as fuck. Imagine like hey. a Frankenstein movie. You know, you remember, uh, like a uh, like a. Uh, I don't know if you all ever watched. This one movie called I Frankenstein. I knew you were going to say that. I, I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. God, thank God. Dude, I'm we not crazy. It, bro. Thank God I'm not crazy, bro. I've, I've met so few people that have watched that movie. Thank God. <laughs> oh, There's wow. so many people that don't know that movie. But yeah, like some, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a great movie, but I liked that idea of that Frankenstein. You know? Yeah. It was it was something new. It was a different. It was, you know, it's just, it was like, dude. Even if the movies now, move, good movies that are coming out now aren't even like, oh my god, this thing it needs like fucking a million awards. Like, no, 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 no. It's just unique. It's something we haven't seen before. It's not a reboot. Yeah. It's not a fucking you know comic book thing that we've seen over just, and over. It's yeah. just it's just something unique. And it's like thank thank you. <laughs> I appreciate mm. you. Thank you. Because <clears throat> I love my comic yes, book sir. movies and everything, but there is something about just being like, can we get something? Just original, it's not based we've never on anything. Before, you know? Just yeah. you just did your own thing and was like, I got, I got money. I'm gonna make a movie. I have an idea. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna do it. Yo, I'm sitting on so many movie ideas that if I had the money, I would have been started out at least one of them, bro. Like I'm talking huge ideas. So I was just like, ah, I've got these ideas. I wanna, yeah, I, want, I want them to be just visual mediums right now, but I can't. Exactly. So I guess I'll write it. But. I don't want to write it. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> I want to I wanna look at my own... Bro, my... I'm, oh, God. I'm going to toot my own horn. My movie... Universal. Look, I've already <laughs> yelled at movie studios before on this podcast and told them I'm sitting on gold mines. If you guys want to make trillions of dollars... <laughs> 
Just hire me, bro. I mean, just hire me. Crazy oh, thing at least is, you don't even have to hire the me. The crazy just thing is, I believe it because it's like I, 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 Andre and I have talked about stuff all the time, and it's like, oh yeah, there's a lot of things there. It's like absolutely, I can for sure see those things, like a hundred percent, like in my head. It's like, yeah, this will work, like for sure. You know. I have an idea. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go too much into it because I'm actually gonna work on this idea. But it's an idea. It's a, it's a storyline where this guy, he, you know. The whole idea of unsung heroes, I don't really, I think that's bullshit because if if we're telling the story of the unsung heroes and not unsung, I guess which, so. Which, but makes like, sense. I also, I also like like the idea that the unsung heroes are. It doesn't get all the praise. I prefer the idea like that. that yeah, like they, they they don't get it. But when I really think about who allowed us to get to this, like like. Rogue One. Rogue One oh, is yeah. Rogue One a Star Wars story. That's a Rogue whole Rogue One movie is a whole unsung, unsung hero thing. Yeah. God damn that ended. The whole thing. Right? I was But um I wanted to make a a movie where the unsung hero is about because I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm nearly <laughs> done. I'm nearly oh, bro, done. How far are you in the cause... Gojo, I am four episodes from finish. Okay, good. So you've seen Boogie Woogie, cool. Boogie Woogie, oh my god, dude. Oh. Boogie Woogie. Bro, Jujutsu Kaisen is like one of my favorite animes that I've seen recently, man. It's it just... I'm gonna have I to need to go rewatch it, now. honestly. I'm gonna be real with you. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. In fact, I had a, uh, I'm had watching it with a friend, and he it was his third watch, or his third go-through. He was like, I want to watch it with you guys. I've dude, I love watching Jujutsu Kaisen with people, man. I want to watch it again. Oh, the re- yeah, the we did that with Seeing the reactions with people, bro. It's Gojo so is a protagonist who already won his anime. Yeah, he already did he's it. Yeah. <laughs> he already now. did yeah. his story. He's here now. He's, he's he the. He's did the, his thing. I saw. I saw a video that was like a lot of. It, it, I watched four seconds into it before I realized how many spoilers it was. But like the title <laughs> of it made me go, "Damn, this this guy really is fucking like ridiculously powerful." He already. He's the main character of his own thing, and he already beat it. Now he's training this dude. Like, all right, boy. Yes. I love the yes. idea of that. To be honest, he already did it. It's he like, already just why is this guy so cocky? Story. It's like because he can be. Because he exactly. Because <laughs> he fucking can. And so be. I have I have that essence in this idea, and I got the I I found that. Oh, what the heck! I found that. So, like, I had this idea, and then I started watching Jujutsu Kaisen, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to take that whole, that, that joke about Gojo, and I'm going to make it something serious. <laughs> and so, my idea is very, very, you know, not a lot, I'm not, not giving a lot. It is basically, there is, there is this guy who keeps reincarnating. With the express purpose of, but the fact of the matter, like he's reincarnating, but his he's not dead before his next incarnation. So he actually goes and finds his now reincarnated self that is alive on the planet with him somewhere. He goes and finds himself, teaches himself everything he needs to know. So it's like one for all because this guy is like I'm. I've learned all of this in this life, and then when when my reincarnated self is born, Isn't that like how- at a certain age when he's ready, like when he's twelve or some shit, I will find him. I will teach him everything he needs to know, and then I will die. And then my consciousness will essentially like he. I'm already in him. I I am him. So I'm going to grow up, 
and I'm going to learn everything I can yeah. in that life. So you're going to have all the knowledge of your previous self plus exactly. whatever you learned during your time. That is basically. actually really and cool. And so... That's but also existential is, as hell. Yeah, it's pretty exactly, existential bro. to see yourself die, you know, knowing that exactly. that's just, just a cycle and that's going to keep happening. Knowing that I'm going to, I'm just going to keep, but it's, it's so that when the hero, quote unquote, of the story is born, he's like prepared to teach that hero. Yeah. Like he's teaching himself so that he is the master teacher. So that when the hero is born, he can teach he himself. teaches the hero. <laughs> He's teaching so, like, himself to be a teacher so he can teach himself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then, but, but, he learns at one point that the hero, like, he's reincarnated so many times that there's this, like, there's this little voice in the back of his head that doesn't want to be the hero anymore. And so he uh, learns that, like, there's a part of him that's been hiding within his reincarnated cycles that is l- taking all these teachings to become the ultimate villain. So now he has to stop reincarnating, but still somehow beat his reincarnation. And I am not going to share any more. And I want That'd to make that a whole. I want to that see that is that was my first because I was like I don't know if I can make this a comic book. I think that would have to be like a manga. So like I said, I've been writing. I've been working on a lot of different like conceptual stuff. That's sort of been my week. Because <laughs> that's definitely because when I think about that, um, the problem with like a lot of modern shonen and a lot of stories in general is when you have a mentor figure. Um, everyone always looks at the character like that and is like, but I want to know his story. Exactly. Like, it's it's always the same thing. It's always like the generation right before or a bunch of badasses that did a bunch of things that you just didn't get to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my hero, personally, I want to see what happened at Nana. Specific, like, All Might is cool. Don't, I want to know <laughs> yes, what man. Nana did more than because anything Because the, the way All Might has so much love and respect for her, like, she must have been a badass, right? Like, she was a saying. boss, bro. It's <laughs> like, who taught the teacher, bro? Who taught the Who taught the golden age? Who taught the the what was it? He's the he's the um the number the symbol, one hero, the the, the symbol, symbol of, of, peace. Of, of peace. Who taught him? I want to know. It's like it's like, yo, think about it. Think about it. This person is so cool, but you cannot. It's look. Stroke your ego, stroke your cock, whatever you want. You don't get to go through this life without learning something and learning from someone who knows better than oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's impossible. At least True. if you're wise. If you're so, smart, yeah. If exactly. you're this great legend, who did you learn from? Like, that's... that's they the had to go through some like, shit for you, know you to saying? figure out the lessons in life to do what you had to do. <laughs> exactly, bro. And I want to tell a story about that guy. I get that. But it's, it's so weird because, like, sometimes when they do that story, even though the way your concept works, it's not exactly the same because it's not a matter of we have an established thing that's happening and then we're like, we're going to do a prequel and talk about it. It's just not as good sometimes because a mm-hmm. uh, perfect example being the Solo movie where everybody's like, oh. I want to know about him. And then they were like, we're going to tell you about him. It's like, no, I don't want to know that much about him. Yeah. I just want to know something is, about they him. Revealed the, they revealed the stuff that didn't... They revealed stuff they didn't need to reveal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's comic books that they did of Han when he was a, 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 a an Empire... Uh, when he was in the Empire, stuff like that. Like how him and Chewie met. They, they do a ton of stuff. 
and the way they do it in the books and the comics make way more sense because they give you mm, cool. they give you the amount of detail that you need like you know you find out oh shit han wanted to be a fucking pilot for the empire that's what he wanted to be like he straight up was wanted to join them and then when he fucked up in the in the comic books and the movie they do that but when he couldn't they just kind of put him on you know as a regular stormtrooper and it sucked and he hated it then he met chewy and he's like damn um i kind of don't want to kill you you know like they're using you as slaves yeah. And so he escapes with Chewie, and he's like, fuck it. I'll, you know, from that point, it's like, how did y'all meet? Well, this is how we met. Bam, bam, bam. I was doing this here, that. This happened. We escaped, and now we're just together. He, he gave me a – he did his whole little Wookiee Wookie bond, you know? So he literally, mm-hmm. for the rest of his life, would protect me. <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> I fucking love Wookiee. I got bro. him. <sighs> but uh, what about you, Aaron? What, what about you? Let's get into your – I've been doing pretty well. Um, you know, I've, we played. Uh, we we tried out Overcooked, so we were playing that for a <laughs> while. That game's fun. If you ever want to try to strangle your friends, that's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna strangle Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that you know, we've been. Um, I've honestly been watching a bunch of like movies that I've, I haven't watched in like years. Like I watched Terminator Two the other day. I started watching it. I just finished watching mm. it. And Always like, a good one. You know, I've been just you know. Now the people know you're cultured, bro. Come on, yes. kind of I've seen all three Terminator <laughs> movies and Salvation and one the, of the best sequels of all time. I think it's arguably the, one of the best action films of all time. You know, you know, arguably. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I watched that, and I I, wa- I was started watching like one of the old Blade movies. I don't remember if it was two because I don't remember which one Netflix has here in Costa Rica, but it was one of the ne- one of the Blade ones. I forgot how great those were. Um, I, I think I got you on it. Um, did it involve? Did it involve him taking care of a girl, if I remember correctly, or like a kid? No, if that's it the, was it was some really two. weird mutants on mutant fucking uh, one that had, like his mouth split open and like. I think that still is. Two. I think that's two. Is that two? Yeah, yeah, I think it still is two. All I remember is the thing had like a reinforced heart, so that it was like immune to stakes, and I was like, "That's the most OP vampire I've ever seen." That's just not. Fair. Yeah, that's two. <laughs> two involved. Yeah, two definitely involved them like. Yeah. Teaming up. Uh, oh, okay. To, yeah, yeah. It was two. It was two. Yeah, it is, they it had is, to, they had to team up with other vampires essentially that two. they weren't a fan of. Because um, Trinity has him yeah, with another Trinity group. is him with, like, Jessica Biel and, uh, Ryan, Biel and Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Fucking yeah. Ryan Reynolds is in that movie. And he, like, That's how I got introduced dude, to him. He was, how does he play the same exact character <laughs> in so many different <laughs> films, you know? Because that was a, he essentially ways. played Deadpool. He was essentially playing Rookie. Wade Wilson. He, he was Wade. Yeah, he was Wade. He was Wilson. essentially was playing Wade Wilson in that movie. Um, but, like, yeah, it's, you know, just... I've been watching, like, a bunch of... I watched a... I, I, I almost I almost finished watching Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but I, I didn't finish watching it. Oh like, man, I haven't seen that in years. Bro, it's one bro. of the dude. I'm telling I you, the, if you, if anybody here hasn't seen the the mariachi trilogy, all right, the first one is old as hell, and it's like it's it's Robert Rodriguez when he like he did his first movie, and the first yes, movie, the first bro. the first one El Mariachi Amani, he filmed it in like seven days. The whole entire movie yes. was filmed in like a that, week. Robert bro. Rodriguez is known for like filming good films with. Very Dude, small he filmed the entire he his the entire. Well, I think that. I think that Mariachi was like one of his first films that he made that got like really major traction. He filmed that shit in a week, yeah, bro. bro. It was insane. And then uh, Desperado, which is the second one, which is when they introduce Antonio Banderas, like and Salma Hayek. Mm. You know, arguably two of the mm. hottest Spanish-speaking people to ever exist. You know, <laughs> uh, Salma Hayek. Uh, 
dude, I'd kill a man. I, you know? Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I would do horrible things for the opportunity to fucking marry that woman. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like 50. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Woman's fine. Fine, bro. Uh, that but Desperado and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico, like especially those two movies, Desperado Once Upon a Time in Mexico. If you haven't seen them, do yourself a favor and find them and watch them. Like they're great. They're the most. Amani saw like the intro scene. It's one of the most over the top action films. Oh, dude, it's ever. so great. Like <laughs> it's, it's so great. shotguns don't just kill people. No, it sends them flying into space. <laughs> they go launching Ooh. back. It's amazing, bro. They get. Long, bro. Like it's very, it very much feels like a Tarantino movie, and Tarantino is in one of those movies. I don't remember if it's in Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but he's in one of them. But yeah, like it's, it's, it's pretty funny. I think, I think Tarantino helped write them too, if I'm not mistaken. At least one of them. But um, it would explain why he was just, he was looking at him, being like, so for sure, this homie got to get shot and flow across the room. And they just looked at it and was like. You're right. Like that, <laughs> we'll that, that one, it. that one scene from Django where he like shoots exactly. the chick, and instead of like it's her like ricocheting, instead angle. of her like ricocheting off the door frame and falling over, she just goes flying in like a seventy degree angle. <laughs> it's, it's so Exit over the well. top, how? but it's like, how does that like not ruin the scene? It's like I don't know. It's just it fits so great. It's so it's great. It's just great. <laughs> but, it fits the entire feeling of that. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching like a shit ton. I watched Emperor's New Groove uh, like yesterday. Because it's like one of my, one of my, it's one of, that. I mean, I have Disney Plus because I have it from a friend of mine. Like, uh, we have like the login mm. or whatever. And like, so they have all oh, the Disney yeah, movies. Man. And I was like, oh, dude, I need to watch, just some Disney movies I need to watch. So I watched Treasure Planet with my cousin. And then I got home. Yeah. The next day. <laughs> dude, Treasure Planet, Andre, tell me right now, tell me right now. If, if they right now said they were going to make a live action Treasure Planet, would you not just jizz everywhere? Like, just, just everywhere. Bro, I would, I would fall <laughs> out of my Dude, it's a movie that should get a live action, and it's just it's never going to because it bombed at the box office when it came out. Because bro, they sabotaged. They they set it up for failure, bro. They set it up for fucking failure, man. So well. They were like, it's gonna be an action adventure film, and it's like, no, it's not. It's really just a chill, you know. It's 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 Treasure Island, but with space instead of just ocean. You know, it's just the book. There's this video on YouTube that I I love to point to people. When talking about Treasure Planet, because that's one of my favorite films of all time. Treasure Planet, Disney's biggest mistake. Oh, I've seen that. Everybody seen that. should go. Who, who, name, name, that, name the guy that created it. Uh, Bread Sword. It is. It is. I've seen that exact fucking video, dude. <laughs> a perfect. It's a complete perfect. breakdown of how they fucked up that film. Because I watched it in movie theaters. Oh my I was God. excited as hell for that movie because I loved how it looked. I watched it in movie theaters. It was one of the few movies I got to see in movie theaters when I was a kid because we didn't have money for that shit. And it was like, mm. fuck yeah, this movie's amazing. But nobody, nobody, mm. sh- nobody showed up to see it. It was just, it was almost an empty fucking theater. Oh god, man, I love that movie so much. It's one so of the weird. last hand-drawn, like hand-drawn, you know, films that they did. And it's, oh man, it's, it's so good. I watched that, and then I, I watched Emperor's New too. Groove. Um, mm. and like, uh, come on, it's Emperor's New Groove, bro. It's, it's, come on. Right. Who's I've actually been saying, I've been saying, you threw off my groove lately. I don't know why. I've been saying <laughs> you threw off my groove. I've just been, uh, I don't know why that's doing my thing. That movie's hilarious. That movie is so fucking funny. Yeah, bro. Ahead of its time, of its time man. Yeah, like Honestly, the cast and everything. It's just so good. Pacha was like one of my favorite Disney characters ever. I love fucking, I love, fucking love Pacha, man. He's just the coolest dude. Pacha made me want to be a good Pacha dad. Was a yeah, yeah, Pacha exactly. was like the definition of good father, bro. It's like, what do men want? I want a 
fucking awesome wife, kids that love me, fucking another one on the way, yes. nice house, you know, that I can live That's in. That's what you want. That's what men want. <laughs> I want an awesome wife, my little, dude, I want my comfortable house, my little hut just on my hill. Dude, this is my just hill. Vibing. This, this is, is my, my hill, bro. It's my hill. I'm at the top of this shit. Take I take care hill. of these people. Oh god, that movie. God, old like th- that th- that period of Disney films like Brother Bear, Atlantis, oh, um, El Dorado. Eldor- dude, El Dorado wasn't El Dorado was Dreamworks. So. El Dorado was El, El Dorado was oh, Dreamworks. It was really? Yeah, El Dorado yeah, was Dreamworks. Right. Was. But we're not going to deny Disney the fact that El Dorado <laughs> El Dorado sparked Amazing. El Dorado uh, sparked things in young me the first time you I watched know that. You know why El Dorado? Oh, dude, was good. everybody knows why. Look, <laughs> you know why El Dorado was Dude, good. I'm telling you, I was a very young child El when I watched El Dorado and yo, she she my activated the chip, came. I swear to God. Real early in my life, bro. <laughs> Freaking Christ. God, I love that film. It was so funny, but it was, <laughs> it was, so it was very adult. Now, and every time I watched it yes. as an adult, I'm like, yo, Dude. yo. You start catching yo. Almost, almost, like, a little adult. almost a little this. too adult, bro. Almost there were some scenes where I'm like, I watched this as a kid. <laughs> yo, that's, and I think, I think filmmakers handled that a lot better because you know obviously it's parents taking their you know like the golden age of disney parents are taking their kids to the theaters back and forth to watch oh all these God. films you gotta have a little something something for the for the parents to be like ha ha ha, ha. what does that mean uh, shut up jimmy don't worry about it don't worry about it you're older don't worry about it don't worry exactly like, like just bro shell bro all i'm gonna now, say you know, is shell activated some shit in me when i was a child mm-hmm. bro exactly now the tongue-in-cheek stuff for the adults is so bad yeah and so poorly written and so obvious it's so cringy it's, it's so yeah, cringy man, it's just terrible Back in the day, though, like I mean, they used to write intelligently because they used to write because they were like, "Hey, kids aren't fucking stupid. They're actually pretty smart. Mm -hmm. Let's give them Mm -hmm. something relatively. If if an adult, if a child and an adult can enjoy the same thing, that's a well written show. Like that's that's really how exactly, especially if it's made for Mm -hmm. like a family audience, you know. Mm -hmm. And like nowadays, I think a lot of the times they just go for ah, this is catchy. This is what's catchy and trending. That's what we're gonna make. And it's like okay, yeah. Like if yeah. if my kids were if I had kids and they forced me to watch like Teen Titans Go, I'd be like, fuck no, fuck no, no, get the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. Fuck no. I'm gonna find a stream playing like Mucha Lucha and fucking you know, uh, fucking. Ooh, or just show them know, the Teen original Titans, Teen Titans. You know the original <laughs> shit. You know, <laughs> fuck man, I'll put on I'll put on Justice League. You know the animated series just so you can see some real shit. Like um, you're not gonna watch whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> okay. You really took you really took a Teen Titans show with an anime intro. And gave me, you know what? I'm not about to have this rent. I'm it's a whole rent. Continue. Look, we, I, the best way to describe it is like, Teen Titans Go is not for us. It wasn't yeah, for us. It was never it made was never for made us. For but us. the problem is, there was such a the better problem option. is, oh no, it's not even that. It's just the problem is, is that leading up to it, they did everything they could to grab old fans for some reason. Oh, and that's liars. the problem. Yeah, they, that's they the kept problem. saying, Yo, we're making a comeback, we're making a comeback. And I'm like, oh, they're making... Oh they're like, God, we're yes. bringing back Teen Titans. Yes. And it's like, everybody's like, all right, those are the old fans. that are like, yo, Teen Titans. Then on top of that, they're like, we have the old voice crew back. So then everybody's like, ayo, even better. And then it's just like... I get to hear they, they, they said the name of it, which is the comic... It's, Teen Titans Go is the name it's of the comic, comic yeah. that represented the show. Yeah, it was basically the, <laughs> that was just the, the show. Yeah. yeah, it's just the show as a comic book. I thought it was going to be so like a continuation just, that they were going to yeah, do, that's what, just with a different and name, that's the thing. you know? Everybody thought that that's what that was, and then they showed the designs, and everybody was like, what is this? Hello? <laughs> and then the show came out, and then it was like, what is this? I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, the CalArts design, I don't like it. 
I don't like the CalArts design. Like, I, I used to be okay with it, you know, like, the mm-hmm. Steven's Universe, you know, that kind of, like, every character looks the same, but they just reshape and resize the exact same shapes, you know, to kind of make them all look different kind of thing. It, it works It, it works for, for some shows. Certain shows. But it's like, yeah. you see it everywhere. Well, once you start to see it everywhere. Like, Gumball kinda, gets away with it away. because it's not fair because Gumball has, like, a live-action T-Rex and everything it's, in there, you know? It's, yeah, like, 15 different possible there's, animations. There's so many things going on. Yeah, so Gumball can get away with it because it's like, yeah, they're the basic family. That's what they represent. The, like, average, you know, family, essentially, is what they're supposed to be. So, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, like, shows on the old like back in the day you'd have like so many different animations of shows like you'd fucking watch edit and eddie and then ben 10 would come on and then after ben 10 it'd be generator rex and then after generator rex you'd get like some samurai jack or something and then toonami would come on you know there's oh. so many different styles and now you go on a cartoon network and it's like this all looks the same this all looks guys the same. you know what we're saying we're basically saying we lived in like an incredible age of cartoons and what's, what's, <laughs> what is now. I don't like shitting on modern day cartoons because there's a lot of modern day cartoons that I like and I don't want to seem like back They're in really my... Yeah. I don't want to be like, back in my day it was better. We had better stuff. I just think that... I did! I just think that the, personally, the directors like... and creators, they for kids, they got lazy. Like they've just gotten lazy with things yeah. for children. This is what I think. And it's not until recently that certain people have yeah, started, they started to, doing it again. I guess because like let's look at yeah, they started perfect to come example of it. a show that anybody with of any age could watch with anybody of any age. Avatar. My mom sat beside oh, me and yeah. watched the entirety yeah. of Avatar: The Last Airbender, the show, the whole thing because she was just as invested in it as I was. <laughs> she would get the clothes from the dryer <laughs> and come and good. sit there, and we would fold clothes and watch the fucking and watch the show because they would play it like all the time. And obviously, they brought back Korra. I need them to bring. I personally. I want them to come back with another season with another Avatar. Yeah. The, but I understand the, like, the idea of walking away. Nah, like, I'm kind end. of okay with them walking away if they're just like, we don't know I get what to it, do. I get it. Especially because like it's, it's one of those things that Netflix like, Avatar thing away, is still being made away. and the creators got involved uh, and then they immediately they left because they were like, too. yeah, this is a no-no. Yeah. And after all the things mm. that they've released about it, I can understand why. And I think I, yeah. from what they've released, I can just assume what's going to happen. Like, I just, I, they I have, I have an to idea Kevin in Smith. my head. They should have went to Kevin Smith. You were right, sir. Oh, Aaron, Smith would have did it speaking right. Of, speaking of watching, I don't want I don't want to take too much of Aaron's time. Speaking That's of fine. watching old, uh, you know, like, uh, like nostalgic properties, I recently ran through the Pirates of the Caribbean movies again, oh, bro, because I love pirates and I <laughs> love those movies. Those movies are just great, bro. They're three very different but very very good movies, you know, in their own independent ways. And then when you put them all together, it's just just ah, oh, dude. I need to go back and rewatch yeah. the part of the, the Curse of the Black Pearl because I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. I've literally named my car the Black Pearl. <laughs> That's pretty nice. And my car is my car is black, and I will get it a matte finish on her, and I will name her That's the Black nice, Pearl. Bro. In fact, I'm pissed because I was driving out of my neighborhood and there was a Charger, a matte black Dodge Charger, that had on its license plate. B L K P R L. Damn, bro. Pissed. Oh, damn. Dude, I was pissed. <laughs> they took I it was from like, you. No! Oh, I couldn't even be mad though, dude. I, okay, I appreciated so, it so, so much. So we got breaking news real quick that I gotta like kind of cut in Wait, for us up? real quick. Is it about so the man from Dragon School? No, it is about Chainsaw Man. Apparently, the anime the is getting a preview on June twenty seventh. Oh, oh, which is yes. that's Sunday. Two days. 
Done by none other than Mappa Studios. Oh, yes, bro! I've been hearing so much shit about Chainsaw <laughs> Man. I'm, I'm pretty excited for this anime, bro. Wait a I'm minute! For it to come out. I could have swore I tagged you, or at least I tagged the Pippa Play Out in Twitter. And uh, where is it? Uh, whatever. Ma- yes, Mappa Studios doing it. I, I am. I, I couldn't excited. agree more with that Big decision. Excited. Like honestly, <laughs> well done. And I haven't even read the anime yet or the manga. I still need to do that. Listen, I, I, Amani's been telling me to, and I've, I've been ago. putting it away, but I, I should, I should probably watch this shit, you know. <laughs> I mean, read this Yo, shit. Put it on my reading list right now. I mean, oh, I've, dude, I've heard I'm a lot of right stuff. Now. I've heard a lot of stuff about this, about this anime. Once you get to a certain point, you aren't gonna stop. <laughs> Just gonna keep reading. <laughs> That's just how that works. <laughs> okay, I looked up Chainsaw Man and solo leveling came up. Paul did the exact same thing. <laughs> he started reading. I was like, all right. And he got to a certain part. And he's like, so I finished I finished the rest. I'm like, weren't you like halfway through? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. He's like, I finished the rest of it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, you did. That's what I did. <laughs> just spent, like I literally got to a point and just spent the whole day just reading it. Whenever I could, just reading it. Wasn't even playing games. I'm like, I'm just, just reading it. <laughs> just going. I still want. I still want a um, a solo leveling anime from you, Floatable. That would be really nice. That would actually you know be saying? really nice. You know, I used to call them UFO Table because I thought that's what their name was. <laughs> I literally, I thought for the very longest time that the way that you said their name was UFO Table, and then somebody said Ufotable, and I'm like, oh, that makes way more sense. <laughs> 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 they have to do it in the style of Fate Stay Night, though. It's got to be that kind of color, like that, that and or Demon. Yeah, Slayer. they do. They do colors very well for no reason. Yes, Demon Slayer. If they did it in the way of Demon Slayer, that would be really nice. God, I love God. the way Demon Slayer does colors, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm, that paint style. Oh God, it's so. Clean. Oh God, it's <laughs> so no clean, reason, bro. Clean. It's so fresh, bro. <laughs> God, oh. That's the, I'm, I'm going to be real. I know that a lot of people are like, go read the, the manga for Demon Slayer. But for me, I cannot, I can't go read the manga for Demon Slayer when the anime looks that good. Right, I just want to see man. everything Why like would that. I do that? <laughs> Why would I, I do that? And I'm totally, like, I'm totally a person that would be like, well, I'm at the point in the story where I just personally can't wait anymore. I'm just going to go read this. Right, right, right. But I, I can't. It just looks too good. It looks too good. And that's not to dunk on the Demon Slayer, like manga art it's good it is really good it's just how can you how can you compete mm-hmm. <laughs> with literal moving pictures of flowing painting stuff happening <laughs> in your face <laughs> yes but uh Aaron, does that Absolute do it for facts. you because you had a couple more things you was checking out just to be yeah. sure huh because <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that, that yes, was please continue please. That, that, was, that, was, that was it for me honestly that was, my day was pretty much i mean my week was pretty much that we good um all right, I get into mine then. I'm just reading through. Uh, uh, I'm actually just reading through uh, 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 Chainsaw Man. <laughs> <laughs> so for me personally, it has been decided that. Um, so I have this. Uh, I'm gonna announce this to, to Paul if he's listening. Uh, I have this uh, Venom comic that's sitting here. That is, oh, I believe it's the beginning of the Rex arc, the one where we first get to meet Noel. I'm just gonna give that to him. I'm just yeah, gonna give yeah. that to him because. <laughs> I finished reading uh, Donny Cates' Venom Run, which recently ended uh, with yeah. issue 200. And I'm very much aware that I have to own this entire thing now. Mm-hmm. So I will just get mm-hmm. the collection <laughs> when that comes out. Because uh, 
Man, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me tell you something, man. man. Let me tell you something. Yo, Al Ewing and Donny Cates are switching. So Al Ewing, who wrote The Immortal Hulk, is on the Venom run now. And Donny oh Cates God. is going to Immortal Hulk. Oh, Tell me that ain't crazy. That's terrifying. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God, bro. The Hulk, dude, if that's the thing. The Immortal Hulk is low-key a horror thing that's existed in Marvel this whole time. Like, it's just going on. It's like a horror comic book, Loki. Like, everything involving it is so wild. Mm. And everything that's been happening with Venom has been just, if not more wild. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like, everything with Noel. It's so crazy because everything with Noel was literally an Eldritch horror situation coming to Marvel. Just straight up. Yeah. Everything with the Immortal Hulk had a very similar feel, but it's definitely more demonic in nature mm-hmm. <laughs> with the way they were doing it. We literally have a guy called Devil Hulk. Dude, the green Hulk. door is a thing. The green, do- <laughs> the green yes. door being a thing, and that just appearing and having that being like a concept that exists within that, I was like, "All right, um, you you have my attention hella hard with the fact that mm-hmm. the green door exists." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you haven't gone to check out a Mortal Hulk, go check it out. But I haven't finished reading a Mortal Hulk, but I have finished reading Donny Cates' Venom Run, and I could have started telling you when, uh, when. Uh, king and black ended mm. go read this but this ends up and i'm assuming you've seen the end now Andre, because oh, you're course. saying mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> i'm gonna say this this is a slight spoiler for those that uh, don't know but i'm gonna be real you're gonna learn about it real soon eventually regardless because mm. there's no getting around it but we got a new venom yes <laughs> and uh <laughs> this prompted uh, this is also what's funny um i'm gonna keep this one brief uh, <laughs> this prompted a small conversation with my friend Nardo, where we got to the end of Donny Cates' Venom Run and was like, Dag, that's crazy. Yo, it's crazy how Spider-Man needs an upgrade. Yeah! It's crazy how my man just doesn't need to be running around in spandex anymore. Just give him one of... Just give him something. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when Please. you get to the end of Donny Cates' Venom Run and you realize how nutso Eddie Brock slash Venom has gotten as a, as a thing. As <laughs> an overall thing. As an overall thing, you're I just call him like... Venom Unchained now. Literally, Bruh. <laughs> I call him Venom Unchained. God, King Venom is what I call him. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, well, that's that's actually his, his more appropriate title. That's that's literally it. <laughs> but uh, when you get to that, it's just like, man, I understand. I understand that this is where we started. We started with Venom being Spider-Man's villain. He's one of the best ones, in my opinion. Still one of the best ones. Can't take that away from him. But, uh, damn, I can't help the fact that he's in such a way better place now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, my God. My guy has, like, technically he got a slot on every team <laughs> in the universe <laughs> at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. He got a slot on the Guardians. He got a slot on... <laughs> we could go down the list. He got a slot on the Avengers. He got a slot <laughs> maybe on the X-Men. He's showing up everywhere. He's at every meeting. <laughs> Because he can now? Because <laughs> he's just that relevant to everything and everyone now. And I'm just like, oh man, they did it. And I gotta say, what a perfect way to just end Eddie Brock's story. Because to be honest, I'm gonna be completely honest. This, like, going into this next Venom run, I think Eddie needs to, I don't think he needs to die. 
Mm-hmm. But he needs to be no more. Like this is the end for Eddie Brock, as far as I'm considered. If you if, if they dare do something to reverse anything that happened towards the end of this, I'll hate Marvel forever, bro. <laughs> because <laughs> what they did has put Eddie Brock in such a position that this is the end of his story. This is the end of his story. There's there's nothing more there's nothing more to tell with the character of Eddie Brock that doesn't involve obviously Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah, that's not even an Eddie thing. I was going to talk, yeah. I was going to say maybe, like, Venom's son, but, like, like his yeah. true son, but that's still not an Eddie thing. That's Venom, the symbiote. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, do not touch Eddie Brock anymore. Also, Paul will be very happy because uh, our boy Flash is back, too. So, I mean, mm. be excited for Flash. <laughs> mm. Very excited for the homie Flash. But also with the end of this we got a new venom like i said and um all i'll say is the design's kind of sick though i wish it was a little bit more different i can't deny the fact that they was like yo i feel like webs are kind of played out i was like not wrong so i'll take these chains that he has now he uses bruh. chains so i'm like that's fine hey you literally <laughs> bro it's just it's super edgy but it's cool you because it's venom Listen. <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands together like a maniac, man. You combine, if you combine Venom, who obviously gives me my Spider-Man kick at the same time in some chains and some fire, maybe some Ghost Rider in there, and you can have my soul. You can have it. God, man, that's so good. I think the only thing I find funny is that technically he doesn't need the chains because he doesn't. He, can, he has wings now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he can do wings. <laughs> which is a, I actually finally truly got used to that look, which is still badass. Like, there's nothing about it. Like everything about it, because every time I look at it, I'm like, he really doesn't need webs. He doesn't need to swing anymore. Like, there's no need for the tendrils if he could just do that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not until and. Granted, I liked how it looked the whole time, but it wasn't until the last cover where we get homie sitting in the chair with the wings and the yes, sword that I'm like, oh, this just needs to be how it looks all the time. Uh-huh. I'm just okay with it. It's so good. My God, bro. <laughs> but um, by all means, go check out Donny Cage run. Officially, it's over. So now you have an ending to get to. You can start from the beginning and go all the way. Um. 200 issues which i mean obviously that's a lot but i mean it's good it's good mm-hmm. all the way through i don't know what to tell anybody about that go check that out um doing a lot of reading because the other thing i finished was uh finished the second book of mistborn well oh, nice. that book is good <laughs> <laughs> that book is good it has okay so it has the obvious it's not a problem but technically, it's a problem because if you if you just read it, you cannot read any of these books on their own. Is the deal, and it has the problem of being in the middle, and I don't think it's I think there's more to it. But it has the problem of being in the middle is the best way to describe it. Where things get resolved by the end of this book, but just just before the end, just before we actually cross that finish line, because we get to a point where I'm like, oh, are we at the finish line? Are we done? They had to just slide something in there to be like, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we're not done at all. <laughs> okay. But I found out um, 
So remember how he was talking about the Koloss sword? Uh, Paul was talking about the Koloss sword originally with the, yes. the first one. This is the book where we get that. <laughs> this is totally the book where we get that. And I'm All like, right. oh, I get it now. It makes total sense. <laughs> um, the way this book plays out, it is obviously you have to you have to pick up on pick up the last one to start reading it. I don't want to spoil anything from that one. It's it's a continuing story, and that's just how it's going to be. Um, but it manages to keep the ball rolling while gathering new stakes I didn't think we were going to have. I also find that this book has a similar thing that it does with the last one, where they like having uh, multiple multiple main characters. Like, Vin, once again, is the main character, but uh, she's not too. <laughs> okay. Like... Uh, it's the best way to describe it is like they constantly flip back and forth between Ellen Venture in this one, who uh, if those who have read the previous will know who Ellen is. He's her he's her love interest. Um, but he's just he's he's actually a really compelling character because the uh, constant idea through this is that Ellen is a good man. They constantly say that, but they're like, can a good man be king? Though is the question. Is that mm-hmm. how that works? It's like, can a good man be king? Reminds me of that line from Black Panther. It's so good. It's uh, I gotta finish that Black Panther run too, but that's another thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I meant the movie. Oh, but yes, yes, the the Black Panther run. I haven't, I haven't, I'm not even, I'm not even near done with that. That's true. Uh, but man, go. I don't. I want to talk about it so much more, but you can't <laughs> talk about it without talking about the previous book. So I wanna, I wanna still just recommend it. Whilst like, just being like, this is. It keeps going. Like quality stays good. Like by all means. Get into that. Uh, I will say that they do introduce new metals because they. We always go back to the fact of this is the magic, uh, magic systems guy. Mm-hmm. They uh, they do a good job at introducing. They introduce one new metal in this one, which is crazy because uh, I accidentally wanted to figure out what. Because the way they talk about it in this, they don't tell you what the name is until much later on in the book. So I went to go try to figure out what the alloy was because they mentioned what the ally is in the beginning and i kind of got spoiled on how many um like how many actual metals were in the actual series mm. so there's a ton but the idea that in this book they only do introduced one is what god that got me because they introduced it and it puts in work and metal puts in work and that's not it's not it's barely a spoiler for this one actually the metal uh in question is duralumin and duralumin what it does is it boosts the abilities of the other metals. So nice. where like you can burn. So we have, so this is how this works. We can burn a metal and the metal will give you a specific power. Cause that's how it works. Like it'll give you that thing. You flare it to get a, a quick push for that. So it burns it faster, but uh, you, you get, you're able to just do a bit more with it. So if you burn pewter, you can take, uh, you can take more hits. If you flare pewter, you could probably lift a bus. Like, it's just a quick, it's like a quick kind of thing that lets mm. you, and that depends on the person, obviously, but like it, it, it boosts you, gives you extra strength. Um, if you burn Duralumin, you probably got the strength to punch a building. Okay. But that metal will be gone like hella quick. Like we're talking about if you burn Duralumin with any metal, uh, cause it's a compliment. It's a weird thing. It's like a complimentary metal. You burn it with another metal, it boosts that metal even stronger but it disappears like that 
it disappears mm. so fast mm. and it kind of unlocks certain aspects of those metals that you didn't understand you could do so for instance there's a point in the book which she burns the ralliment and uses i believe it's steel which is pushing metal it's, it's pushing and the way they described it is they describe what happens as the room itself lurching and i was like wait wow. is this even pushing on metals in <laughs> Right. <laughs> like that's how big of the of a burst can come out of it and it's just kind of like I, it really had me for a second because while hearing while reading the scene she was fighting haze killers which are dudes that have nothing but like wood on them specifically meant for fighting masters. and she did this and i was like bro did did she push people back regardless of if they had medals <laughs> like not completely but like it just did enough to be like Oof, like you could you could feel it and it's like the idea that Duralaman is out here just it, it is it is low-key like an ingenious key that they introduce because it's it's just one more thing added to the system mm. but like what it does is kind of nuts as far as like every time she uses it there's like oh shit moment because you at some point she does it with all the metals i'll just say that because you gotta you gotta know once you introduce a metal that boosts the other metals to like this point you gotta know what it does to everything else you just have to (laughs) so she goes through all of them and each time she does with the exception of like the obvious no i won't even say that that's not even true every time she goes through a sing every single metal and burns around with it there is an oh shit moment of oh we can do that now (laughs) Oh. <laughs> oh, that's wild. But uh that's um that's well of ascension. Uh, another thing I was reading I guess I'll say this real quick. I checked out Scarlet Nexus because that's out now. So yeah. yeah, that game's good. That game's we've talked about the demo and everything, that game's great. Now I'm officially playing it and it's out. Awesome. <laughs> Sick. Let's go, go play it. Basically a character action game, but it's an RPG too. If you like near Actually, yeah, if you like Nier Automata or any of those games, like you'll like this. It kind of has the same kind of feel. I also didn't realize it has an aesthetic I'm hugely in love with clothing-wise. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know why I just never caught it. <laughs> but it is definitely that like Japanese cyberpunk kind of feel with the clothing that I'm like super down with. Other thing being, uh, this is not cyberpunk. They officially said that it is brain punk, which... Initially, I was like, what do you mean by that? And the more I looked into it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. So technically, this is a different type of punk. Because it's completely based off of psychokinetic powers. Or, well, not psychokinetic powers, but psycho powers, essentially. So anything to do with pyrokinesis. If if it's a kinesis or a putty, (laughs) (laughs) you got it. Like that someone in the, someone here has it. (laughs) I love this system. It's super cool. Yeah, man. It's an entire network of people that just have this ability. Aerokinesis, psychokinesis, which is telekinesis, pyrokinesis, sclerokinesis. There's a kinesis that allows, I don't know what it's called, but it's it's for teleportation. You know, like this. (laughs) There's clairvoyance. Like, it's all there. Yeah, clairvoyance. It's all there. (laughs) Really dope stuff. Duplication, invisibility. Invisibility. Uh, hyperdrive, you're just running, moving, like a hyperspeed. It's high velocity. I think it was like yeah, high, uh, velocity uh, uh, specifically, yeah. high velocity. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you would think of it, they got it in there. But the idea is that it's all, everyone is connected through this, this brain wavelength, essentially. And 
there's a really cool part in this that I was like, oh, that's actually hella interesting to see. The others eat brains. That's the deal. Um, so when somebody is killed by another, uh, their corpse is kind of not a mangled mess, but their head is definitely a mangled mess. In this society, there is a censorship thing that happens. Um, and it happens to some of our OSF members where they, like, it kind of just blurs out um, the, 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 what essentially would be the gore. And they're like, yeah, so here's the deal. Um, seeing that would really mess up your mental health and considering that you have, like, psychonetic, like, psycho powers wouldn't be a good time for anybody. So mm-hmm. we, we censor that for you. And I'm like, this is the thing that just happens in the city for everybody? Like, just to keep everybody calm and stuff? They just censor out certain things that would be like, yeah, that's traumatizing. Just visually, like, and that's what it's wild to think of. Like, imagine chilling with your homie and in like a battlefield you see them get shot and just like a blur appears and you just you know they got hit you know they're done but you just you can't see the result of what happened because you're they're, like they're gone. the visual aspect of them will just mm-hmm. blur out and it's like huh <laughs> i just got that as super interesting as a little thing but um it's terrifying another thing i've been reading is um this uh webcomic uh webtoon specifically called Return of the Blossoming Blade. I've only read one chapter, but it's already kind of got me hooked on what the premise is. There's five chapters. Very new. It's very new. There's another brand new webtoon coming out. Um, this one's interesting because we pick up in the middle of a war against what I can only assume is a demon lord. <laughs> and we're more so at the aftermath because everyone, except for homie who is getting up currently, our main character is dead blades hundreds of people just gone okay and our main character is getting up with a sword in his in his arm and he's missing it's it's a sword in his shoulder and he's missing an arm (laughs) um and he looks up at this demon lord essentially and he established it like he has like every possible sword he can have in him at a current moment sitting on top of a mountain of bodies and He's just like, all right, you did it. Like, the demon was just looking at him, just like, you, you did it. He's like, I don't have the energy to fight. You'll get to leave here. You'll, um, you'll inherit nothing but, like, you know, all the praises of everyone. So, go ahead, do it. Kill me. Just let it be known that I'll be back at some point. Like, I'll, I will return. Darkness, what I am, will be back in some way. And so he kills him. He's like, all right, I'll do what I have to do. what I must. He kills him. He's like, all right. My entire clan's been wiped out. Those other clans got wiped out. That was helping. That guy's dead, finally. And I'm probably going to die soon. Because <laughs> I'm missing an arm. So, I guess this is it. You know, it's like, this sucks. But at least, at least, uh, at least we protected my home, essentially. And he dies on the top, on the highest peak of what is called the 100,000 mountain ranges. Which is just the hundred thousands of mountains as a mountain <laughs> it's a lot of mountains mm-hmm. he wakes up as a street urchin street urchin kid very clearly reincarnated he then goes talks to somebody and they let him know that it's been a hundred years since he last walked the earth he has all of his memories it's really weird he like wakes up as a street urchin a hundred years in the future from where he was standing. And this is like an ancient China kind of feeling for this world. Still, 100 years later, it still seems to have that. But I don't know. 
haven't really gotten a chance to explore properly because he's a beggar at this current moment. Okay. Um, and as far as he knows, everything that he used to know doesn't exist anymore. That is like the, the mountain still exists, but his clan no more where he used to technically live doesn't exist anymore. And he is this kid now and he doesn't know why, but what he does know is that homie's coming back. Cause he said he was. <laughs> and so now our great warrior who is now in a child's body, judging from like this first chapter is going to have to, gonna have to make that journey to figure out a way to stop this man because the one thing he felt bad about upon his death is the fact that he's like, we re- I really couldn't protect anyone here. And I feel like I was trashed because I didn't train properly. He's like, maybe if I was better, maybe if I was a stronger warrior, maybe if I did anything better, I could have prevented literally me being the only survivor and I didn't even survive. <laughs> In this giant heap that is this battle that happened. And that is the premise of this story. That first chapter is like him pretty much waking up and being like having that conversation and finding out that everything that he had went through every everything that he knew happened a hundred years ago <laughs> wow, bro. what's this called this is called return of return the of blossom the... blade yeah return of the blossom. So we gotta check check that one out by all means but uh let's get into the news real quick because might as well uh first up because we'll uh skip around a bit um Got Space Jam. The game. We got Space Jam. Space Jam. We got the Space Jam Legacy game. (laughs) Which, admittedly, it looks like a fun beat em up. I'm super surprised at this. Who would have thought? Who would have thought they would have made (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, really? It gives me, like, Shaq Fu vibes. Oh, whoa. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> like, uh-oh. I don't know if I'll never be... I don't know why. I'm not going to be able to unsee that Shaq now. Shaq Oh, no. <laughs> not... At least it's Lola Bunny. I mean, yeah, it's Bugs I know, right? and Lola. You know, I'm only pay- playing Lola and Bugs. Fun fact. Well, not really a fun fact. Like, it's unknown. Zendaya is voicing Lola Bunny in uh this movie in the new one uh if if there wasn't if there wasn't a reason for people to 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 simp over lola bunny already (laughs) you you better believe that there is now it's gonna be interesting because i don't know how they're gonna do it because lola bunny in the in the shows and everything they've had like her character's changed drastically since she was introduced in the first Space Jam. Quite, quite. You know? So I just, you know, I'm just interested to it's see how they do this changed, character. Though. Yeah. Because like it in is, in the late in the latest show that they've had, she's like your basic blonde girl. You know, like she's just, mm. she's 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 fucking funny, but Which she's like weird. your your blonde girl. You know. Yeah, and she's that's she's not gonna be like that at all in, in this. See, it's Zendaya is oh, such absolutely. a strong personality in general. But even more so because, I mean, who she is. I can't say in general. It's not a generalization. We're talking about a fucking individual. Come on, Andre. Zendaya is a very strong person. Very strong personality. Has a very strong personality. Has a very strong presence. And it's strong enough that it's going to drive the way they characterize Lola Bunny in the direction of she's not a bimbo. (laughs) 
She's not. <laughs> she's not a bimbo, and she's not eye candy. Oh, and, and not not in the sake of rule thirty four, you know whatnot. But like, she's because like let's let's not kid ourselves. They. There was there was there was some playing around with Lola Bunny as far as how how far they could take the characters, the you know, her. you know what I'm yeah. saying? When they're the first not week. gonna yeah. do that with Zendaya because there's so much respect for that woman, so much respect for that woman. She's classy. They're not gonna have her be the the you know I mean, yeah, a furry. Gonna, yeah, she's not gonna be a furry. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it's not a huge talking point, but it is something to consider since we have her character, Bugs Bunny, and LeBron James, and they beat him up. That is true. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it is going to be weird James to hear, like, Zendaya's is in a beat him up. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird to think about. LeBron James. <laughs> with Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny. Bunny and Lola Bunny. Not something I thought I'd ever see, you know? I'm going to be real with you. I don't think anybody thought that they would um, see this. I mean, we knew that he was going to be in Space Jam for a long time. Oh, no, I knew he was going to be in the movie. It's something about the game. Just, something about game. the game. Yeah, that, it's so that, weird, uh, right? <laughs> that, that, I don't know. It's weird. It's strange. Mm. Uh, Speaking play of it Warner first Brothers, with though. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Yo, I think Xbox Game Pass is in It's actually one of the greatest oh, it's, deals. Oh, it's pretty good. Honestly, it's a pretty Genuinely good deal. one of the greatest deals. Mm-hmm. It's because it's, it's basically just becoming Netflix for games. I mean, it's been that pretty much. It's Netflix for games, but yeah. uh, it's, only, it's really great. Because well, I mean, they add a bunch of games, that, like I try them out, and I'm like, I, I'm gonna decide if I want to buy it or not. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Also, speaking of uh, Warner Brothers, I do want to mention this because this was a thing that definitely I feel like needs to be mentioned. Um, so we got to look at the Supergirl costume for uh, yes. the Flash movie. The abs yes. freak me out. I don't like it. <laughs> it looks so weird. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page of like it looks weird. Abs. Okay, here here's what here's what I don't like the two things because it's not really the whole thing because for to me it looks like a Superboy Prime costume is what they're trying to do. A little bit. Um, but like it's something about the red on her shoulders and her upper chest not matching mm-hmm. the red on the red in the S that makes it look like it somebody took the strict sticker and ironed it on you know like one of those iron on stickers it's something about like the suits color being brighter and a different color than the s just makes it look tacky to me and then the the weird ab things they have dude please get rid of that yeah i, th- I think they're gonna <laughs> so i think they're obviously they're gonna touch over that you know post-production yeah but um as far as as far as her look I That's haven't bad. seen Sasha Kale. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing her last name properly. I haven't seen her uh, perform before, but I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for her simply because we're not. I don't think this is Cara Zarel. See, oh, when no, I no, when no. I thought that oh, we were getting no, Cara no. Zarel, I was like, it's I'm I'm a little bit upset simply because this seems. I don't, I don't, I don't want any more baiting. I don't want any more baiting in my films, especially my superhero films. I don't want any more of that, you know, uh, uh, you know, race switching for yeah, we're you know we can we can cast whoever you know. Cara Zarell is a white looking girl with blonde hair, blue eyes. All right, she should look like that. But if we're getting Laureline Kent, you know, like from the Injustice Two universe, I she looks she looks damn near perfect. Yeah, I mean, she actually looks pretty damn close. 
the, 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 I don't really want to say anything because I, I don't even watch any of the Supergirl shows. I don't I don't watch any of those CW shows, so I don't really have much of an opinion yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Um, but this is for the Flash movie, though. To be fair, this is what they. Uh, are it's for the. the it's, she's always oh, for the Flash that. movie. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But like, yeah. you it know, looks weird. The, the just, thing is, like, the they, they really, they really, they really so tried strange. to do the, the the comic book one, but it's you know mm. how you see in the comic book one the red, and the red and the S match yeah they that, match. They match that, that does color. throw me off just a and little in, bit in the actual like, like <laughs> in the one it makes it look like the s is like one of those iron-on sticker things that you can do and I, that's oh, the, wow. really the biggest nitpick yeah. that i have is just because that it's a it's a really jarring in real life you know mm. for you to see mm. that because you clearly you mm. can tell that's not for the same material it doesn't connect it's just there you know and i'm gonna be real i think a part of what kills me on this is the the lines in the suit itself that do this weird accenting thing that actually makes it's weird the abs kind of make it worse too honestly. i don't like those weird and things they weird. have on the abs it doesn't make any sense to yeah. me like what are they what do they do it what just do it, look, it looks it all looks to me uh, i can't not look at this and go like kind of cringe a little bit because i get what they're going for i do get what they're going for initially but like something about like Pretty much everything lower body for sure just bothers me about how this well, costume is designed, yeah. and I don't know what it is. It's it's the lines, it's the abs, it's the weird oblique things that they're doing, and it's it's weird because like, because this is this is two people like me and Aaron for sure, and, and I don't know about you, but I fucking love abs on women for no reason like. There's a buff chick in that show. I'm like, yeah. yeah. What do you go. mean you don't know about me, brother? Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yo. Look, you just keep getting hyped. If you can't come out, you would know that shit. Boy. You don't like what? strong women. No, this fuck you. I do. Weird. I yo, really do. Yo. Um, I love strong women. Yo. What did Toto say to Itadori? Yo, you're tasting women. All the turn. Are, are you boring? Yo, yo, get me, man. Like, mm. I'm going to be honest, the picture on the left probably looks really awkward because she's hoisted up and it, it's kind of like pulling up a little bit and it looks like kind of, the angle is kind of strange, right? So I'm not going to yes. judge it on the left one as much in this photo as much as like the one on the right. And like, the one on the right, the main issue I have are those abs, the, the pec things that they have there, I mean those ab things, sorry, that they have there, the S, and then those weird lines they have going down to her vagina are kind of that's what i'm saying kind it's, of it's really, kind of weird <laughs> you know like it's, it's I don't, just how it's lined why is it's it lined so weird directly to her way. like it looks like a leotard that they stitched on like the the legs to almost like the ones on the <laughs> legs don't hurt me don't don't aren't as bad the ones on the legs aren't as bad it's just personally it's like those ones that are like in her pelvis and go down to her gooch mm -hmm. it looks strange yeah. <laughs> like it just it's, just, it's lying really not only weird. is like it it's that it's like you, really it's two very linear lines that when you look at it you're gonna draw you straight down like lying oh <laughs> oh <laughs> I, okay. I did not mean and to this, do that sorry and it's weird because these are all things that definitely go into costume design like when people draw this up and they write it like they think about these things so it's it's not like it's something that no one thought about before or someone that definitely was sitting there writing. I hope she gets a cape. I really hope she gets a cape. It's kind of strange. Please. There Actually, is that, a there's a very blurry photo of her with the cape on. Oh, thank God. Um, okay. But like I said, it's very blurry. I think and it's it's long. You know, it's not it's not um it's it's long. I think it comes down to damn near the ground. 
Okay. It, it looks from it. I, I kind of wish, so you know, Monty, you know how look. they could make that suit just improve it immediately? I'll be right back. We'll Take the boots that she wears in the comic books and just make the make the legs red, you know, up until like the upper oh, thigh. Oh yeah, yeah, that actually would that would that would that would improve the, the suit significantly because it's something about it being all blue and then just a little bit of red at the top and then all blue the rest. I just think it makes it look kind of boring because as much as people make fun of like oh Superman is fucking red undies, you know, it's like yeah, but you know it's mm -hmm. it's a def you know it's a it's a defining characteristic. <laughs> you put Superman out there with like blue under like the the blue pants, all blue pants, you're gonna go what the hell's wrong? What's going on here? Something's... And they've done that, but they've also put like other things mm. in it to kind of cancel it out, like the boots, for instance. Like they still keep the the red parts of the boots in the new Superman design, because yeah. I think the new Superman design. Yeah, it's all blue. Undies, it's all but... blue, but like the yeah. the boots are red. And honestly, the the way that like the suit was designed for the movie for the Superman movie, like maybe it did have a bodysuit, but I don't think she needs abs. Like I don't think she needs these weird. Yeah, abs I don't things. know. Because I don't know it's, what that's I think trying the to achieve. Would be definitely improved. It's it's trying. Of course, it's trying to achieve making her. Yeah, it's trying to make her look look buff, very you know, look strong. -esque. But but the I, thing is, I don't like, think it's necessary. It's like okay, women can be muscular and it's fine, and I, I'm perfectly okay with that. Don't get me wrong. But just they don't all have to be. It. They don't all have to be because there's like very fit women that have no. They they don't have abs. You know, it's very flat. You know, mm. you look at how she looks in the comics and it's like, yeah, all they got to do is get rid of those weird ab things. And I, I, if they got rid of those, it would, the suit would get a, tremendously better because you look mm. at that. And if they looked like abs, I'd be OK with it. But that doesn't look, they don't look like abs. it doesn't That's look really like anything problem, on the human it? body. It just looks like random pieces of hard armor Fabric. maybe armor yeah, like to protect i, I, I guess maybe this if if they did want to supplement or if they did want to convince us of the strength of this character with you know the visual appeal of or the you know the visual presence of muscle the way that they're shaping her abs it, it it's very clear that it's 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 deceptive you know like with the superman suit it had that sort of shimmer of yeah, but Henry Cavill the, where the is also ab just is. a massive man. But Hen exactly, Henry Cavill is huge. So the fact that they have that in general is obviously not for me to be convinced of his size. It's yeah. just to you know for the for the sake of you know when you look at the, the the comic skins, if you look at any Superman image you know of a comic book, you can tell he's got abs because that co that costume is so skin tight. It's so skin tight that it's, you know it like looks the, like he's got abs. And the dude's abs are coming through, but. You don't have to convince me that Henry Cavill's huge, so when you're doing that, it's just a design choice. Here, it doesn't feel so much like a design choice. It feels like you're trying you're, to convince you're trying me to push her of to be her like, presence of strength. The thing is, it, she doesn't even which look, would she work better small, if you just make her strong. She does not look small. She doesn't. She has. I feel like Sasha is pretty But like, you can see her biceps and like look at her biceps. Yeah, yeah, man. She's she's got biceps. You know, she's got some arms. You know what's she's crazy? Got, you know, I think I figured it out too, because as I'm looking, something just told me to just go look at the Superman costume real quick. Mm. The Superman costume has what looks like it has the imprinting of abs, but they are like flat, almost armor looking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kind of plates that are sitting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But these don't at all. They just like, don't, these are I not. Mean, yeah, like, like I said, they don't plates. look like, like abs. Not, like, yeah, if it looked like look abs, like but peck, no, no abs I've ever seen on any man or woman look like this. You know what I mean? They just, <laughs> it doesn't look like that. It, it just looks like they have some weird pieces of. Like like we said, like 
armor, clumps of fabric or armor, you know, I guess. Something it's, it's weird. barely that, because it's just kind of clumps also of think, things. Especially the one, that, that, that second one you sent, Andre, uh, where she's, like, floating, kind of, the still one. Yes. If they added those red boots that she wears, I told it, I said it to Amani, I want to know if you agree. Mm-hmm. If they added the red boots that she wears in the comics, it'd probably look mm-hmm. a lot better. Because it's I something think it about the better. whole lower part being blue mm-hmm. is weird. You know, it, it, it doesn't look... And remove the look... two sets of lines. Yeah. You could probably keep, keep one, the but ones the two on the, sets... Keep the ones on the thighs. Thing. Keep the ones on the thighs, because those look yeah. fine. Get rid of the ones yeah. that are on her abs and go down to her gooch, because that's kind of awkward. Like, I don't I don't really... It's I mean, awkward, and it, it draws weird... It like, draws there's no, there's no like, hey, look, there's Superman's those... cock in, in Henry Cavill's design, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's got, like, a cod I'm piece or something. Because <laughs> the way I'm looking at it, I'm like, these... Both of those lines draw these, like, kind of parallel like shape to her that really just doesn't exist on her body it's really weird to look at it's just really strange because like both sets of lines will always like i'm trying to like best way to describe it as like someone that draws but it's like they they like you said it draw one the first set of lines draw an arrow but the second set of lines not only draws an arrow but like cuts part of her like her legs almost in half in yeah, it cuts way? her thighs in half, it's, pretty much. Like, her and, upper thigh and, and like, like, her hips. Like, her hips and a part of her hips and her thigh. Yeah, get cut in half into, like, these sections for some reason. And it's just, like, it's yeah, so unnecessary. You get, so, you have, have like, so, you have, like, the top V, <laughs> which is basically, like, a leotard, which is, the, like, the ones that run down to her cooch, right? So, you got, like, that yeah. V. And you've got, like, on either side, you've got, like, these two parchments of, like, her hip and then, like, upper thigh... And then, like, the lower thigh is connected, I guess, to that. And then you've got it separated to the outsides. And it does look a little strange, honestly. It looks like... It does look a little strange now that you pointed it out that way. Shit, I can't unsee it yeah, now. Yeah, because <laughs> I've been seeing it the whole time that way. And I'm just like, it's so weird. <laughs> it bothers me. <laughs> there's just a lot Especially of really, the there's just a lot of really weird lines on her suit, honestly. Um... I'm sure a lot of these might be like edited out in post, you know, because this is for. A I would movie. hope, but like, edit out the abs, I, if please. anything, I hope they change. <laughs> if, of anything, get rid of those weird ab things because it doesn't please. look good. <laughs> Everything else I can I can work with, but the abs, man, it just doesn't. It doesn't look like natural, you know. The abs and the S got to fix the S coloring. Yeah, the um, the S on the insignia really needs to match the uh, the red on her shoulders, the top of her shoulders. It's so it right. It's very <laughs> jarring. It's very jarring whenever you look at it. You know it. what's crazy? The more I look at this, you know how Aaron said uh, it's almost like they stable, like they just they just ironed. Uh, they ironed the ironed S on, on there. Yeah. You know what it reminds me? Of? It, it looks as if they got a prototype type Spider Man suit and just put the S on there. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't like it's missing all like don't t- you can't tell me that this doesn't like low key yeah, the more you look uh, at it no, it I'm looks like like the amazing it. spider-man suit almost I'm not gonna be able to <laughs> yeah oh no now that you mention it wow it honestly looks like we gotta take the red shoes off it looks like the amazing spider-man one just without the red boots yeah like the red shoes Dude, just give her those red thigh-high boots, you know? Like, don't even make them boots. You don't even have to. Just make, like, the fucking, like, etching, you know? Like, just the, the lower part. 
Uh-huh. Right. That's, that's so bad. Uh-huh. I, I can't unsee it now. I'm like, I thought about Damn. it, now it can't go away. It's it's really just a Spider-Man suit. Damn, you, you, you're right. You're really right. <laughs> now I can't unsee it either. Honestly, the thing is, she matches really well. I'm actually like excited to see her play uh, you know, Supergirl. It's just that this suit you know, could use some could use some fixes. Use some work. You know, could, they could, could uh, they could put some work into it. Because yeah. if the whole point was to make her look strong, she genuinely already looks it. You know, she's got very strong arms. She's got very strong mm. like upper chest, and she's got very str- her legs look very toned. Like her legs and yo, are really toned. She look looks. At that she photo looks like she's right? fit. She's got mm-hmm. broad shoulders, man. Yeah, and the photo on the right, she's she has, she has very woman, she, has, she has very broad shoulders for a woman, not like. Not like a man shoulders, but like she's got broad shoulders for a woman for sure. I mean, I I would not be surprised if Look, she just works man. out. You know what I mean? Yeah, she just does it. Just I wanna, it. I want, man. Sasha Kale, I'm gonna give you my number. I'm gonna give you my number. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> man. That's all I'm saying. You know, I think you know. I think every, she'll be great. I think she'll be great. Honestly, honestly, I just hope they fix some of the things about her suit because it's it, mm-hmm. it looks good. It just mm. some some tiny little aspects of it that need a little tweaking. Yeah. Speaking of um, more leaked things, uh, have you guys seen like the Sonic Prime concept art for the Netflix series that they were doing? Oh um, no! Right? Yeah, no. All right, let me pull this up. I I may have, I may have, but I, I don't think so. I've just been all the Sonic stuff I've been looking at has been for the new game. Yeah, because apparently it's going anything. to be open world. Which oh like, yes, oh my I god, hope, oh you said so, this. Man. Oh, that got me big excited. <laughs> Hold on. Oh wait, uh, Andre, you excited for the Minecraft Sonic crossover? What? <laughs> that's that's also the what? Yeah. What did you yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> There's a Minecraft Sonic crossover. As Sonic well. is coming to Minecraft. Oh god. <laughs> you know what? It's I'll so, take it. it's it's cool. Yeah, he'll, it's he's weird. He's gonna roll himself up it's into cool. a nice little square. <laughs> it's perfect. He really does. We're making that joke, but this is apparently what the series is supposed to be about. It's um, kind of taking liberties with, um, I guess, Sonic Generations, which involve okay. Sonic kind of running into himself Isn't and fixing it just problems. Running through yeah. him, just running through time and shit like that? Essentially, yeah. It's him going back and facing all of it. But it, it's more of like a dimensional thing where it's okay. him meeting... Uh, I'm going to assume it's going to be him forming the team, his, his old team, out of parallel versions of characters the- that... We already know. So, like, okay. in one of them, we can see a That's Amy. prehistoric Amy, like with, a Amy with a spear. <laughs> She's gonna rape Sonic, bro. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic! She's gonna be like, oh. also, gotta point out, my homie got some nice Yeezy Suze going on right homie now. Got some, like, I know homie got some nice shoes, got, bro. He's been speaking. He got some yeah, shoes. man, these things are rings, crazy. <laughs> Whoa. Cool. I, I like, like the aesthetic really that they're doing with him. I like the aesthetic of this art, <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty down for it, honestly. Yeah, man. Sonic is an untapped potential like? for shows, you know, and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm very much okay with it. There's a lot of Sonic content that we're just getting, a lot of Sonic news. I think, um, ah, ah, curse me for not remembering what his name is, but the, one of the, one of the, like, one of the voices that has been associated with Sonic for, like, the past however many years. He's come back to voice him. I could figure it out if I just go to the Twitter for Sonic. I would um, hope it's Jaleel White, but it's probably not. It is not <laughs> Jaleel White. I can I can assure you that it is not. It is it is a it is a white man. That's fine. <laughs> we um, haven't had Jaleel White or Sonic in a good minute, so it's fine. But it's been a very long time. I'd appreciate him always. Mm. <laughs> I would always appreciate him come back. 
That'd that's the nice, one. That's so the voice that's fun. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the voice of Sonic in your head is that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like even if they change it to all the other ones, do have all the other games. I'm like, okay, cool. But like at the end of the day, I'm just like, I think of Sonic. I think of Zillow White Sonic. I'm like, yes. That's the homie. That's the one. <laughs> but um, this looks dope. What's there's there's some there was some model or something that was revealed of Knuckles in the new Sonic movie, or at least you know his the, oh the phys- yeah I did the physical stand in that's gonna yeah. be yeah it looked it, honestly it looked pretty accurate to be honest yeah. I remember seeing it and being like that's Knuckles <laughs> that's just Knuckles straight up yeah it's not like Sonic Boom Knuckles which he was jacked it, bro he was jacked oh it my fun god <laughs> Sonic Boom it was Knuckles funny was to see jacked bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was Huge. it was so strange to look at it, but ultimately, like I understood he why was, they did it. Yeah. Sonic Boom had a lot of weird decisions, and he skipped times, leg day. I, yeah, he did. he did. He skipped leg day every <laughs> single day, bro. God. Sonic Knuckles had a lot. Of, Sonic uh, Boom had a lot of weird design choices, but ultimately, I couldn't not see him and be like, you know, that's fine. I'm kind of okay with it. It makes like, sense. It didn't bother me all that know? much. Yeah, <laughs> you make Knuckles big because you know he's the big dude. That being said, that game could go in the garbage. That show, the show is good. The show is great. The, the, the game was fucking atrocious, bro. Honestly, if they just made the show, I feel like everybody would have been happy with Sonic Boom in general. Right. Because right. the show, because the game, both games. I think the the DS ones weren't bad, but as far as I'm concerned, the games could just get pushed out. No one's gonna remember those. But that show was always, always be funny. It had some good moments. <laughs> they, they did a pretty good job with it. it had some really good moments. One of the best jokes in there I always like is uh, is Knuckles talking about feminism to, um, to Oh, Amy. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? what? There's a whole he's part. Like, yeah, there's a whole, there's a clip. There's a clip where uh, where he, he's talking about like modern day feminism to Amy because Amy starts talking about some <laughs> stuff. And man, man drops like some legitimate knowledge on everybody. And he's like, hey, look, I may be a meathead, but I'm not stupid, okay? He's like, I'm, he's like it doesn't mean I'm not a feminist. Like, he's like, <laughs> He's like facts. <laughs> he just, he just ran. It's so funny because it's just a random piece that just drops that, and they do little things like that that are very like self-referential or just talk. They're just like, eh, we're just very much aware of what's happening in the world. So fine. It's like if you haven't seen Sonic Boom, just do yourself a favor and just watch it because it's honestly give it a try. <laughs> it is a little, you know, it's it's definitely for a younger audience, but it's pretty funny. Like it's got some pretty good stuff in it. Exactly. <laughs> Just randomly just hitting some stuff that I'm like, oh, okay. Because we're talking about this They also today. introduced <laughs> practically every Sonic character to ever be introduced. I'm pretty Slowly sure. Slowly but surely. Yeah, I did see that they introduced Shadow a they had, they had the like, Gator. Oh, wow. They had the Gator dude, which is like one of my favorite yeah. Sonic characters of all time. I fucking love that boy. Freaking uh, Victor. Victor, bro. Yeah. But let's get into this next thing. Um, die in a gunfight. How you guys feeling about this movie? Dying a gunfight. Listen, man, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with this. you. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm long. pretty excited for it. You know, I just I it literally just I described it. I when I when I was watching the trailer, Imani, you heard me. It was just edgy, an edgier Romeo and Juliet, basically. You know, <laughs> we got some gunfight it's going on, and it's got, a, it's got Alexander Daddario. You know, it's just like, come on, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably <laughs> watch this movie. Let's be totally honest. You know. <laughs> But uh, let's give a let's give a rundown for the people what it's about besides Seth because right besides Alexander Daddario, <laughs> obviously Daddario. the most important thing in the film. Let's let's talk about the next important thing in the film, the plot. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, yes. just I, think of it like I like I just said. You know, think of it, Romeo and Juliet, but a, a bit more violent from the looks of it. Honestly, um, <laughs> a little more of a modern take on it. Uh, yes, which that is true. It's and, definitely um, got the whole family feud type thing, like hundred percent. It's got the whole very gritty looking. Thing. Looks very, very gritty because the man was getting the shit beat out of him throughout the entire trailer. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the Punisher problem where he just keeps getting keeps worse getting and worse. worse, and worse. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, it looks pretty gritty. the The fight looks the fighting looks interesting, good. Hopefully, it's got good choreography. You know, now that John Wick did the John Wick thing, nobody can risk having like, really bad choreography anymore. True, true. In action films, because people will know. Yeah, is, most oh. people are gonna look at it and go, movie. "Oh, yeah." cutting allow me to read the synopsis uh, on this ig on ign's uh video for it on ign's trailer post in die in a gunfight mary alexander Daddario, and ben diego Veneta are the star-crossed black sheep of two powerful families engaged in a centuries-long feud and when i say centuries long um this goes back to the 1860s bro. If, if you guys don't know how um duels gun duels were used to uh how they how they were performed there was a there was a some honor there okay some respect that we would walk <laughs> a certain number of paces turn around and then fire okay and also guns were trash back then right <laughs> let's just say so that didn't happen here somebody may have cheated there. you know someone, someone might have messed someone up someone might have cheated may have started a war yes um, and they're about to reignite an affair after many years apart. Their forbidden love will trigger the uh, the dominoes that will draw in Mukul, uh, I guess, Ben's best friend who owes him a life debt, Terrence, Mary's would-be protector turned stalker, Wayne, and Aussie hitman Oof. with an open mind and a code of ethics, and his free-spirited girlfriend, Barbie. As fists and bullets fly, it becomes clear that violent delights will have violent ends. Very, very much very so. Very interesting synopsis. A really nice... A really nice... Um, modern romeo and juliet people say romeo and juliet is william shakespeare's best play i very much so disagree in fact shakespeare I think, no i don't think so i don't agree with it either. i i i don't think that is true but it's uh, obviously it's it's most for me personally it's macbeth i fucking love macbeth agree that's really good man it's macbeth fucking love macbeth is really good but uh, I mean, it looks like a pretty good take, you know. Hopefully, they don't like, you know, you know. Spoiler alert! Don't, uh, you know, both get poisoned by each other at the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully, it doesn't have a stupid ending like Romeo and Juliet did. But you know, if anybody's seen the the Leonardo DiCaprio Romeo and Juliet movie, that was like oh, a yeah, modern uh, interpretation. That one's great. Which is yes. great because it was just it, it was hilarious to see modern sword. day. It was mo- modern day for the time. Okay, because this movie was made in, like what 2000. And- 2005 some shit like that right i think so um, i think so so like if they used exact they used the exact phrasing you know no oh my god there's no way hold up hold up hold up hold up breaking news holy shit dude this week came out in 1996 <laughs> <laughs> yeah man literally when i was born yet i just um, existed <laughs> But like, Maybe. yeah, it's actually pretty good. But it, it seems like more of like an actual action-packed type thing, because it's it's not it's clearly not going directly based off of you know, you know, the, the Romeo and Juliet. It's just inspired by. So it's I'm excited for it. 
I don't know if mm. anybody here ever watched uh, Romeo Must Romeo Must Die with Must Jet Li. Must die, yeah. That that was another great <laughs> interpretation of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> so I mean, it yes. looks pretty good, and I mean, I, I want to see who the choreographers are because I mean, it looks the way that it's shot and everything. It gives me like Wick John Wick vibes, but like. I don't know if it's. I don't think anyone's got any relation. I just want to see what the choreography is, because hopefully it's got good yeah, choreography. That's just, that's what I'm hoping for. You know. That's kind of what makes or breaks an acting movie, honestly. You know, at this you point, you got you gotta have good. You know. <laughs> yes. But let's move on to uh, a game which I believe it's pronounced Greek. Greek memories of Azur. Memories of Azur. Azur. Which... Azur. It definitely yeah, it is. is. It gave me. It's super cool. It looks good. Right. It's like a little dungeon crawler. It's so well animated. It's got really, for no cute, like, reason. really nice, and smooth it, animations. Everything looks kind of cute. It reminds me of Trine. If anybody ever seen or played Trine, because that thing had a whole trilogy, but it involved like a mage, a um, a knight, and I think a rogue, like an archer, but all their souls were like tied together, mm. so you had to switch between them in order to do things. Like it was really weird. It's a weird game, but it, it got three of them. People liked it. It was cool. This one reminds me of that, except oh, wow. dude, they're all physically different. Physically different Uh-oh. characters. That I'm getting Hollow Knight vibes. This just Hollow okay. Knight wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, it was okay. It's Hollow Knight. I was looking up the name of the game because I just it blanked on it. It, it was I was gonna say it gave me Hollow Knight vibes, but I just completely banked on that. Like, bro, like I, I couldn't like find a co-op the name. Hollow Knight, or maybe not co. Actually, this game probably does have co-op. Let me see. Let me just make sure. Because it's definitely a hand-drawn uh, 2D side-scroller with multiple characters that you switch between in order to get around things. Certain people have certain abilities. Like, the warrior clearly can block lasers. Got a little rogue boy who can uh, do a little hoppy hops over things. He can do acrobatic skills of that nature. The combat actually looks kind of fun, too. It looks like they're definitely pushing into that we juggle people. Mm-hmm kind of vibe little mage who's out here just turning into Mega Man at this point <laughs> she might oh yeah, yeah this, this totally has to have co-op man. this totally has to have co-op I'm it looking absolutely at does we I'm got like, two yeah. three people yeah man come on like they're moving at the same time yeah it absolutely has to have it <laughs> but all means look it's supposed to be it's coming out soon uh, August 17th so be on the lookout for that one it's actually kind of crazy that it got an announcement trailer so close to its release date but it is an indie game. Team 17 is out here, though. They be making stuff. Gotta point that out. They do. <laughs> At the very least, publishing stuff. Um, Next up, though, is Midnight in the Switchgrass, which we talked about a little bit before the show, but Megan Fox making a comeback out here. Right. This movie looks interesting. <laughs> I'm kind of down for it. It's um, from... I understand Megan is playing a character that is a, she's not, she's an investigator, right? But she's like, she's specifically a part of the cops, if I'm not mistaken. Right. For, what is it called? The Special Investigations Unit. Um, and she is essentially tracking down human traffickers and is also rapists, people of that nature. It's definitely human traffickers though. Um, and she is using herself because let's be real, Megan Fox is hot, so she can do that. Right. Um, as bait, in order to capture said criminals that are kidnapping innocent girls across the country. Um, 
But something clearly goes wrong during this movie where uh, Megan herself, uh, which is not the character that we're going with for now, uh, gets captured. And the movie's pretty much about her escaping that situation, which by default already sucks. sounds like it, it sucks. sucks. Yeah, it's not a, not a great scenario <laughs> to be it's a in, crappy honestly. crappy situation. That's one of those I'd rather just kill myself kind of scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I'll just die. <laughs> you got a you hella willpower to be like, hey, yo, I'm going to escape and I'm going to take him down. <laughs> mm. He's like, but I look forward to it. Um, Andre, you had a little bit of uh, enlightening stuff to talk about. Uh, as far as her making her comeback with this, because this is a cool movie, but there's a little bit more to the fact. Yeah, she that hasn't that. acted. In yeah, quite a I bit. think um, for starters, I if I remember, I can't even. I'm not even going to say that because I I can't. I don't remember strong enough to make like point anyone to where that quote may be found or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, Megan Fox has her career took the most unfortunate dive because of um the transformers films yeah and and the relationship with uh yeah and 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 michael bay's uh michael bay but you know a lot of things yeah a lot of (laughs) a lot of very complicated michael's bay's michael baying you know (laughs) you know so hey that being said um, I don't, I don't know if y'all know this or not. Speaking of Transformers, they are making new ones, like a new movie that Michael yes. Bay has nothing to do with. based off of Beast Wars. Yes, exactly. And it has, Michael yeah, Bay has nothing Beast to do Wars with it. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. We're going to get <laughs> a one. We're going to get a Generation 1 looking Optimus Prime. My God. Dude, so I that's nut. awesome. I nut, bro. I nut. By default. Can we, can it's we, amazing. Can we bring back Hotshot? I just want the Mustang, please. <laughs> I feel you. I miss the Mustang. <laughs> Because <laughs> can I get Hotshot back? They, they, Hotshot and Bumblebee were like the same characters, so they were like, "Well, we're gonna choose one." And Bumblebee ended up winning because they were like, "Yeah, Camaro." Chevy had the yeah. bigger, <laughs> Chevy had the bigger, uh, the bigger wallet, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, continue under. Um, but I also think that she's doing she's doing something big for herself as far as what, um what she will allow people to say about her because not only is this something that you don't see her as an actress doing a lot she's also touching on a, a subject that I mean, human is, trafficking is, is a huge issue man yeah man, for in real. hollywood hollywood's you know it's a fucking slime fest over there it's bad bro it's fucking gross it's, it's real know? bad you know, so, like we. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, hopefully, I, I'm pretty looking forward to it. It's been a long time since I've seen her in a movie, so I'm pretty excited. You know, she wasn't yeah. a bad actress. I wouldn't say she was a bad actress. So you know, she's not. She just had weird thumbs. Know, like, yeah, yeah, she, she has she one, weird, <laughs> one, one. Everybody weird. always. <laughs> just one weird one thing, I guess. All, right. All I remember is watching her in Jennifer's body. It changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all I can remember from that movie is her lighting her tongue on fire. Yeah, that movie was weird, man. It fucked me up when I was a kid. I, I thought it was something completely. I and didn't then know her it was a mouth, horror movie. Like, splitting open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just didn't get it. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny that like a horror movie just. Comes I wasn't scared. It didn't, it didn't it scare just me. I just it. didn't understand the movie. I genuinely didn't get it. <laughs> it did it let me know though this. that oh. if I was a woman, I would absolutely still fuck women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, sense. if the woman in question was a demon. Succubus, bro. They give the best. 
Wow, that Fair sounds enough. bad. He would. He, yeah, it does. He, 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 I would. Fuck it's women. funny. Whoa, 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 partner. <laughs> whoa. It's too early to be recorded. Have some class, boy. <laughs> but um, moving on to, I guess, technically a more serious movie. This one looks like it's going to actually break Which hearts. Which one, sorry? Um, Joe Bell. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. This one actually hearts. looks interesting. Like, Which I'm going to be real. Mark Wahlberg doing something that isn't, you know, a dumbass action movie? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, he's been in a lot of, he's been in a lot of dumb action movies. Not, like, bad, He got typecast as a comedy, like... For some reason, he got for, typecasted yeah, for a in bit. comedy action for a bit. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> uh, he did a lot of really good shit where it was pretty serious, you know? The, like this the Departed, uh, for example. Like, a... like, fuck, man, he did a good job the in The Departed. Departed. Even though it was a comedic, The Departed was a very good role for him. But this looks like a switch-up, honestly. It's got it's got some laughs, but ultimately it looks like it's just gonna... It's gonna yeah, have feelings. It's... This is gonna, you're, you're, this is gonna feel... This is gonna have feelings, touching people's heartstrings. Bro. But uh, Joe Bell is um, actually, let me make sure of this. Is Joe Bell specifically the dad that Mark is playing, or is Joe Bell the son? Uh, no, no, no. The Joe Bell is the dad that Mark Wahlberg is okay. playing. The son's name is. I wanted is to Jayden. make sure. Yeah, the son's name is because Jayden. either to be honest, either name would have worked really well for this new uh, for this movie. Yeah, considering what it's about. Um, so so we'll just get it. We'll just get right into it. Basically, you want a synopsis? The, I can just read the IGN yeah, synopsis. You know what? Let's do that. Let's do that. So, uh, so the synopsis is: uh, Joe Bell tells the intimate and emotional true story of an o- Oregonian Oregonian father who pays tribute to his gay teenage son Jaden, embarking on a self-reflective walk across America to speak his heart to heartfelt citizens about the real and terrifying cost of bullying. It's, it's pretty fair, you know. Kids are fucking mm, yeah, vicious, considering. man. Kids are fucking kids. vicious, bro. Bro, something that has to be understood. Kids right are vicious, now. man. We're gonna put it right now. Children do not care. Don't Children don't care, bro. They don't have that that like moment of thinking. How will this affect the individual? Like, if a kid tells you you're ugly, you're fuck. You're fucked, man. You're kind of ugly. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if a kid tells you, you know, it's like, damn. <laughs> they're honest. They're too honest. It's kind of a problem. Some of those. Some of those comments from. High school, middle school. Dude, they stick school. with you. Stick with you for the some rest of Some of them become funny life. and you laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, some of them are, some of them are funny. Others, some you of them. genuinely kind of try to forget. And it's it's honestly the worst because um, the unfortunate part is at that time in your life, specifically middle school slash high school, uh, you as a person are at your most volatile as a person. Mm. And I don't mean like you spitting out like acid or anything you, bile just, you got hormones you up the motherfucker man exactly i'm sorry yeah on the other opposite end of that like the person that's receiving it yo you're getting hit with probably like the worst possible things like one of the things that's like psychologically been proven that's really interesting is that having a failing grade in any class uh around the time you were in middle school oh, or um high school mm. hits it hits that kid with the same level of depression as losing your job it's fucked, man. Especially like if you genuinely care about classes and you're yeah, trying. If you, exactly. you fail, you're like, fuck, man. And don't that's, that's let the equivalent that, don't of let losing that have job. some sort of pressure from home too. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah. That's not Good to mention God, like, bro. 
I, I just honestly like the, the United States education system. Like schools need some help, you know. But bullying is one of those things that it's so, so case by case, you know. Yeah. Because I didn't really. I had assholes. We had assholes and everything. But I didn't really get bullied, you know, in school. I, I didn't really get bullied. You didn't see people get physically bullied. That's really like not anything you see that much anymore. Is people getting like physically like beat the shit out of them? You know, that doesn't really happen anymore. It's, yeah, well, now like, it's more just emotional fair, shit. You know. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it does that is true, but yeah, because there is a significant more reprimand. Well, that's because for physically fighting someone. Like if that's you physically fuck somebody nowadays, up and they have proof of it, you can go to jail. You know, they'll go to fucking juvie. But that that physical what's lasting, and it's I believe it's because. The way people have, with the advent of internet technology, uh, social media bullies fucks, have bro. Social evolved. Media fucks people up, it man. is less about <laughs> what I can do to you physically and more about what I can do to you mentally. Yeah. If, and if it's you more get like, beat up in a yeah. fight, yo, your goal is to get stronger. If someone tears you apart psychologically, your goal this is, is to, to make, it to, make it through this day and get to the next and then make it through that day. That's exactly. why you don't see bullies getting, you know, the kids getting victimized physically anymore. We don't care about that anymore. Everybody's bodies nowadays are in danger. We're all trying to make sure that our bodies are less in danger than the person next to us so we can have some sort of advantage over them. We know that yeah. our bodies are like the next thing that are, are like our first asset or our next asset to our riches. So if we can't get to the bodies, if the bodies can constantly be repaired, what is the one wound? that sinks in and seems to be the most invisible it's what you're doing to a child's mind and nowadays with with technology kids are learning how to be vicious vicious okay so like imagine like little terrorists think of it think of it like think of it this way like back in the day you get roasted by some asshole at school you know you get into an argument like they fucking be roasting you You get on the bus go home they wouldn't have to deal with them fucking you know until the next day fuck off nowadays they can fucking message you on like snapchat or twitter or something just they can keep fucking with you like non-stop he's like oh you thought i was done i'm at home some people go nobody has that kind of time Nah, people have that kind of time there's some weird I think you underestimate there, how man. much time children have in general. There's, yeah, not only that, I think people <laughs> underestimate when someone just genuinely likes making people feel pain, just how much they'll just keep doing Oh, yeah. They, they will Yo, make they'll time. they'll make time. Oh, they'll make <laughs> time. Like, oh, let me, let me, let me take time out of their day to go bullying. fuck with somebody on purpose. You think I no, give a dickens about this school? You think I care about this class? No, I'm using study time to tor- terrorize your kid. And then you gotta, yeah, then you gotta think about, all right, what's going on at home? And uh, oh, is it is it truly the the bully's fault? Listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're at the age now where a lot of our peers are having kids, getting married, or will soon be getting kids, or having kids and getting married. I'm telling you right now, once I have a child, if your child bullies my kid, I'm he's got fuck my permission to slap up. him the fuck up, bro. Like, he's got <laughs> I'm coming to, like, you, I'm coming bro. for you. Get your kid <laughs> under control. <laughs> You know, I will say, speaking of homeless people, because we have to get back on topic, <laughs> we've been on for a good minute. Um, How It Ends is definitely a movie about just straight up harmless, harmless people <laughs> um, dealing with what is essentially the, the last day ever. end of the world. <laughs> Cause we have to, we have to get back on topic. Uh, it's like the California, like everyone stuff. in California finds out it's the last day. <laughs> That's pretty much. It's low key like that. 
Um, this has nothing but that that rich, dry, very dry humor. humor. Yeah, very very, very dry <laughs> humor. Rich, dry humor. If you're a fan of stuff that just has awkward characters, awkward think, people, <laughs> think like The Office, Parks and Rec, stuff like that. You know, mm. but you'd like this movie. How yeah. it ends is kind of cool. It's it's got a pretty good idea, you know. I mean, it's realistic to think of it. What would you do if you knew it was the last day that you were on this planet? You know, like yeah. you know, there's there's a meteor about to crash into the sky. What are you gonna do? You know, I do some wild shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. Just fuck it. Why not? <laughs> this movie is going to allow me to bring up to a populace of people who do not consider that at any moment. That rather any moment could be the last. We could all moment. just die. We could all just I, die right here now. I, I live I really a mile from the airport, dude. Watch this. An yeah, airplane man. could crash into my house tomorrow, and Aaron would be gone. You know. It's one like, of the one of the one um, it is it is something that is shared a lot with people who are on uh, um, on their deathbeds or uh, their you know they've especially people who've been given a terminal illness, there is this sense of relief almost and this, this reinvigoration of life within them. It, it is the fact that because they know they're dying or will die soon, their lease on life becomes unbound and unrestricted. They don't yeah. give a fuck about yeah. stupid, small, in, in like just, just absolutely unimportant things all and that they, small they look shit at that, we fo- that we hyper yeah, focus like, on for no all reason that, yeah all that. all that nonsensical bs that that doesn't matter you know it's like, like oh you missed your payment well, who cares who cares if die. you missed your payment the world is ending you're dying <laughs> memento mori what you need to remember is that you and everyone around you will soon be dead like think about it in the blink of an eye you could be gone. Our my life is a blink in the Bro, time span how, of I have a question. Human I have existence. a question for y'all. How how, yeah. how does it does it feel to y'all that it's been like six, almost seven years since we graduated high school? Andre no. specifically. No. Andre, no, because you graduated no, in the same class. It doesn't. As I did. Yeah, 2015. Brother, class 2015. It doesn't. 2015, bro. It's five years, almost six years. Almost six years. Almost six years. Yeah. Bro, what? It's what? in the blink of an eye. Like it. it what? Time moves so fucking fast. We're, grab, we're half, grab every moment you can, people. You know, it, any time that you have, you know, use it to, for something good. You know, and I, I think like this is a pretty good. You know, it, it's a, it's I've I've seen a few things similar to this, but you know, I like the way that, like the comedy for this. Hopefully, you know, I, this I'm looking for oh, yeah. Sundance. Okay. Yeah. You know what I. I like this. I the dry humor I, looked pretty cool. Honestly, like I, I like the way the dry humor looked. You know, dry humor when it comes to the apocalypse is sort of kind of perfect. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this this one. seems and I, I, one thing I love about um, the way that this film is, um, the way it's been shot, it's very bright looking. Yeah, there it's, is it's very not a dark few. Movie. I, no, I can't even say very few. I have not seen. The lighting is just. It's as if it's as if it's, it's a not comedy. the end of the world. <laughs> it's like it's like in the good place, you know. Like yeah. All, all, all like the, the way that the lighting feels, it makes you feel happy, but it's like oh, everyone here is dead, you know. Right. Yeah, but the actual context of it all is 
Low-key horrifying. Actually, high-key horrifying. <laughs> I don't know all the names like, in this yeah. cast, but um, we got a lot of good names that I like. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen Winnie seen Cummings. Uh, I've heard that name before. Don't know much about her. Helen Hunt is in here. Okay. Uh, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, man, this is uh, this is the guy from... Uh, uh, this is like the one black guy in the trailer. Why am I, why am I blanking on his name? <laughs> he, yes, he is from New Girl. But what's yeah? I remember him. What's his what's his bloody name? He's funny. He's funny. <laughs> he is so funny. Hold up. Let's see. Um, this movie premieres. It premiered in Sundance in twenty twenty one, and it releases on July twentieth. Oh, wow, next Very month. soon. Very, Very soon. soon. Yeah. And this feel good apocalyptic comedy. <laughs> A feel well, good more, more feel good apocalyptic, apocalyptic comedy. comedy. That's. <laughs> there you go. Contradictions. <laughs> yeah, not right. That's oh, Megan Fox. See, oh, no, I'm gonna be honest. Um, <laughs> it's I, a lot of these. You know, they're very simple and they look like very simple. You know, indie movies, and mm -hmm. I like it because it's unique. It's, it's something yeah. different, man. I'm, I'm just I'm, I like the fact that we're getting different movies and now people are making movies again. We yeah, had a man. very dry spell for a while there, bro. And a lot of people will, that of course, true. attribute that to the MCU. I don't think that's fair. <clears throat> I, I don't, don't think, think fair. that's fair. Yeah. Of course, I can see the logic behind that. That being said, I get it, but at the same time, that's not like a fair MCU, assumption. Yeah, I feel like the MCU is the way it is because it's made to be a cohesive thing. Yeah. It is all one giant thing, so mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like that. But like, the MCU has always like even when the movies were like the first three Marvel movies, other movies existed around it. Mm -hmm. And even as they got bigger, still other movies existed around yeah. it. So it's like... it's Who's to blame? <laughs> like, why are we blaming the MCU for being successful and for other films being less successful? Yeah, I think, I mean, I just I think, think more last, so than... I think than... the last couple of years had, a, had a, a big significant issue, you know, that mm -hmm. caused people not wanting to go to theaters and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I believe so, that... Man, I believe it. that is... Um, and I, I also... I, liked, I love to talk about... Oh God, man! My the, the the philosopher in my head just doesn't shut up. When you talk about <laughs> the MCU and how many people love to use it as because it's so huge, it's easy to you know to to paint a a, a target on its back and attribute it to uh, the reason uh, use it as, use why it as so much is yeah like even what's what's it Martin Scorsese had some shit yeah he was like know? he said that like yeah. superhero yeah, movies weren't yeah, should it's be not cinema you know. It's not yeah, cinema for some listen, reason. I was listen. like, I don't know it's about so that. Scorsese. That was a very egotistical, Dumb pretentious, dumbass thing to fucking say. Art, art can't be it. set. You can't just say that this, this, this type of art isn't okay because it, it, it just, just your art you know, is not, not like mine. The same amount of people. Know? How about this? You should, you should instead of shitting on the MCU, you should, you should make a good movie. Make a good superhero movie. Make a movie <laughs> that people want to look at. Make a make a movie that people want to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's just. I just think the people saying that you know it's it's due to the to the due to the MCU. I just think it's it's very short sighted. You know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of lot of factors that have come into the reason why movies and movie theaters have been struggling so much. You know, Corona and all that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just been like I I genuinely didn't want to go to a movie theater until very recently that I felt comfortable going to one, because okay. the numbers have started going down and you know they're implementing a lot of safety stuff for that and everything, and it's just like you know I. I take care of myself, you know, I don't mm -hmm. want to risk getting that, you know, you know, even, mm -hmm. even if I'm, I'm in relatively 
okay shape and my lungs aren't really that fucked up or anything but i, I just don't want to get it you know it just doesn't seem fun of course no one wants to get sick <laughs> you know no, no so one it's, has I, like i think a lot of people think like me and just like yeah it's not really worth going to the movie theater you know i'd just rather watch it at home you know relax watch it at home in like my couch um, and then a lot of people also you know, just don't take into consideration the fact that i mean we were in a type a lot of, of it has to do with just not even just that it's just a lot of it just has to do with the quality of movies that were being put out yeah yeah they're just there weren't like, really many there weren't that indie great. indie films were gone there really weren't many indie films you know that's why i like love that. that this is coming out of sundance indie films yeah rock my world indie films they rock, keep bro. me alive indie films rock yeah so you, i mean you, you, indie films are like that's why that's why i prioritize when it comes to like me as an artist i really prioritize indie films and like my style especially my style of acting that's what i want to prioritize yeah. because you know, a lot of, you see a lot of really awesome talent come out of the indie scene. And um, you can really get a good look at the psychology of society uh, in, in whatever time that we're in based upon what movies are successful and what the indie scene is doing. Because the indie scenes, they like these films, they, they really touch on existentialist stuff, philosophical, you know, philosophical wow, fucking stuff. Finn Wolfhard is in this film. I you just know, saw that. Finn Wolfhard is a really good actor. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he's not. <laughs> I'm okay. glad he's not remaining the Stranger Things kid. Yeah, I'm really glad. Do other shit. Yeah, um, isn't he also gonna be in Ghostbusters? A Ghostbusters movie? I, I think. So. Dude, I forgot that I they were making a whole another. That. Yeah, that's right. They're like basically saying yeah. For... That one's like a proper continuation. Yeah, they're yeah, they're trying obviously. to do a proper yeah. continuation because the, that last Ghostbusters movie was good. so just awesome. Trash. It was so good. Oh boy, we don't talk about that. Um, all right, but yeah, I mean, th- I like I like the the vibe that this movie gives off. You know, the kind of very dry. I mean, I feel like that would be how you a lot of people like realistically, it'd be very. You know, I would be I would be making jokes about it. I know for a fact we'd be on like the PlayStation party, like, hey guys, last day, yeah. y'all uh, y'all trying to whip each other's dicks out, just to uh, take a quick look real quick, you know, before we all die. <laughs> yeah, people really, I, I I really like the idea of instead of. When when we know Panic the world is ending, instead of the either. world, yeah, instead of all that randomly, instead of all that, people are just like, yo, let's throw. Fuck it, this is the biggest party, party bro. Man. This is the biggest party this planet's ever seen. We're gonna die. Might as you well die drunk. Come on, <laughs> yeah. let's let's die with smiles on our face. Let's die sweaty from all the orgies that we just we just participated <laughs> just in. Did, like just let loose. You know, like, I like, like, you're gonna see grandmas who have your grandma's gonna be like, I, I love you, grandson. I love your granddaughter. I am high on as many drugs as I could possibly be on right now. <laughs> I love you too, grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is this? What is this purge mentality? Oh, the yeah, world's yeah. ending. Let's let's speed you it know, up the, by being like, it has absolute its place. morons. That mentality yeah, has man. its place, but I it think does. once again, it's been overused a lot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's I why I feel like the psychology. If it's truly your last day, why? Yeah, if why it was my it last day, why would worse? I try to make the world worse? Wanna, I'm already exactly. gonna die. Yeah. Stop speeding up. The, stop speeding up the end of the world, man. I I want to. It's not even that I'm trying to preserve like, how much time I want to get. I just want to enjoy every second of it and. I truly believe that what's being underestimated is that people genuinely want to be good. People want to love other people. People want to be good by other people. When when ever, when someone is suffering, even if it's even if it's kind of empty, you want to express some sort of sentiment toward it. You know, some sort of comfort. Just just as a, a base. Yeah. It basically, you know, like I don't want you to be unhappy because I remember what it was like to be unhappy. 
And so if we're all simultaneously unhappy, then we can all simultaneously work together to create happiness, at least in whatever time that we have left. That's why people love the Marvel movies. And that's why I think that's one reason why I think the DC extended universe did not survive. But we got off topic here, but that was, that was a good talk. Yeah. I was about to say coming back on On the topic of the end of the world. That's how we title it. Pretty oh, yeah, good. The end of the world. The apocalypse. <laughs> oh, God. The this movie. How it ends. Looking forward to that. June 20th. No, July 20th, 2021. July 20th, next month. I'm going to be on the lookout but for it. But on a significantly less depressing note. Significantly. We have Twist. Hey. Which looks to be a really cool. It's another indie film, like you guys pointed out uh, before the podcast. Mm. But um, we had a heist movie, mm-hmm. essentially. Yep. And some parkour elements has a lot of it's just a good old fun heist yeah i mean movie. It, it looks like a good They're old fun heist good. movie it's got michael kane in it bro michael it's kane got michael fucking kane all right like come on i, I mean i I, I was like thinking like i was watching the trailer and i'm like you know it's got like semi you know uh oceans vibes but it's probably gonna be you know very i don't know if y'all have watched lupin on netflix uh, I've not. I've it's on my list. Definitely though. seen it. I want to. Not watched it's, it, but I've it's seen a, it's it. It's a heist. Then... I mean, the whole thing about Lupin is he's a thief, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. So like, there's a, it's a pretty much a heist show, but like, it gives me like you know very, like I don't know the this, the the aspect to it. I I love heist movies, bro. Like I'm never gonna say no to a heist movie. They're pretty great. I mean, we went through all three of the Ocean movies. Not that long ago. Films, bro. So. I love all of those films. Inspired by <laughs> the adventures of Arsene Lupin, gentleman thief Asane Diop sets out to avenge his father from the injustice inflicted by a wealthy family this is awesome gentleman mm. thief y'all love that gentleman Look, yeah, thief. Yeah, the nike's on, on. let's minute. go son okay gentleman thief. Yeah. twist has a similar not exactly similar approach to lupin exactly but right. basically same genre of kind of thing of thief that we're putting him together a team very special team right everybody's, everybody's <laughs> got like this the, the, the main character from the looks of it homie can parkour you know right yeah homie can free run so uh it's yeah, probably like that, the grease man that may have been uh that may have been i've not heard of this actor before i'm looking forward to seeing oh hold on wait a minute what there's Inspired a lot of faces Charles i haven't Dickens seen here iconic novel oliver twist Yep. Okay. You you got me there. You got me there. I don't know if you've heard me oh, say this Oh wait. Before. Okay. That I makes so much fucking trailer. sense. Oh, I'm so I'm so fucking stupid. That makes this so much podcast, sense. I did say <laughs> what the Dickens. It's because I've been reading a lot of Charles Dickens stuff again. And, that makes uh, so much sense. That makes I didn't read the fucking the the synopsis. It's 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 based off of Oliver Twist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, and, people and haven't read Dickens. First of all, get cultured, elements. okay. First of all, get cultured and read some fucking read some read some Dickens, <laughs> please. Come on. What was that? What was that parkour movie that Paul Walker was in? Uh, oh, boy, fucking boy. It isn't it like block. District Thirteen or something like that? Yes, like District or Block something or oh, fuck me. Oh, dude, uh, I know exactly which movie you're talking you know about, what's up? Dude. Uh, dude. It was such a it's such an awesome movie. The parkour and the run, action like, movie is awesome. Run the block? No, it wasn't Run the Block. Fuck, man. I love me some parkour. So Brick Mansions. Yeah. Brick Mansions. Brick Mansions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, man. Yeah. I was about to look through the whole thing. Brick Mansions is one of my favorite parkour films. 
I'm hoping that this. If this will is like be... a modern take on Oliver Twist, I'm gonna be honest. I'm excited. You Yo, know? okay, actually, we're getting pretty that's pretty much exactly this. a modern I, I Romeo and Juliet, a modern, modern Oliver, Oliver Twist. Twist. Let's go. And we were talking about nostalgic properties today. I'm loving what's going on right now. Bro. Listen, they're they're unique adaptions, which go. I can handle so much more than like if they did a direct, you know, copy of the book. You know, yeah. it's like okay, they they can take their liberties with this to an extent. This is awesome. It doesn't have to be exact all the time. I'm down for this though, because Oliver Twist was a pretty damn good book. The movie, set in contemporary London, follows the journey of Twist, a gifted graffiti artist trying to find his way after the loss of his mother. Lured into a street gang headed by the paternal mm-hmm. F- Fagin? My, Michael Caine's character. Twist is attracted to the lifestyle and to Red, an alluring member of Fagin's crew. But when an art theft goes wrong, Twist's moral code is tested as he's caught between Fagin the police and a loose cannon enforcer who of course is Lena Headey Lena I Heady. love Lena Headey ever since 300 and Judge Dredd Lena Headey oh bro been... her and Dredd was so good yeah, bro as mama as awesome. mama yeah, oh dude. man yes bro amazing amazing actress Lena Headey's a great actress yeah dude this this looks like a fun movie yo the movie is coming out man Wait, yeah we got some shit out? coming out Finally. July 30th 2021 next All month right. too fuck man Yo, this is going to be the summer of movies and the summer of games. All right. We got movies. Yeah, <laughs> That's bro. what it has to do. Let's go. What else movies do we got? Movies on the comeback. What's next? What else we got? We got what we got. What we got. What's the next one? Let's buddy? see. Out of Death Out of with uh, death. Bruce Willis. Oh, okay. Super yeah. This one, actually. Bruce Willis making a comeback, too. Saw him. Uh, he, was, he was also <laughs> in that. One? He's, he's uh, going to play the Clean Midnight in the Switchgrass with yes. Megan Fox. Okay, what do we got here? Retired cop, of course he is, because we can't mm-hmm. let Bruce Willis not be not die be a hard. Cop. <laughs> not be die hard, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, it, it definitely, I watched the trailer for this earlier, and I mean, it looks interesting. It's It's got like that suspense kind of vibe to it. Mm. Obviously, it's probably going to be some action, but I mean, from, from what I understand here, I mean, it's, it's very much like a... Uh-oh! This cop like just <laughs> yeah, this cop just yeah. yeah you're looking yeah. back to it. Whoa! Yes. Yeah, you just got to that part of the trailer. Yep. Clean up your goddamn mess. Wow. It's also terrifying. It's always the sheriff's department. Good God. Sheriff's departments, man. <laughs> this saddens me. I was definitely trying to find the song before uh, this twist trailer. Could not. <laughs> Could not find it. Trying to do it in the background. Big said, I was kind of hyped for that one. But getting back on topic for well, me getting back on topic for it, out of death. Man, this looks so good. Like honestly, I'm really excited for this movie. I'm a little bit, I'm a little Just, bit taken aback by the filter. Um, it's it like it's like, the, like the gray, the gray tone, the um, gray bluish tone. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I'm not a huge like. I don't like. I don't like filters over Stop. over my titans yeah the titans dc show has is really really notoriously bad with their blue mm. filters like people really yeah, like that filters. shit yeah um so, but know, i mean sometimes they I, overdo those filters yeah i think this gives it a more gritty feel for this yeah, movie though I'm and that's that's where it's, i was getting i mean to. it's trying to appear like gloomy and gritty you know so mm. it, it definitely yeah. does the job mm. but like it looks like a pretty good you know action movie you know once again you know i'm i'm happy to see bruce willis at it always right 
mean, it's always good to see Bruce. Oh, I'd actually say it's Bruce. more of a thriller. It, yeah, it's definitely, definitely like an action thriller that, type thing going on. You know, but yeah. it's, it's, I don't know if, oh, man, I, uh, there was a, there was a movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson way back in the day where he becomes a sheriff and like all the whole, oh. it turns out that the previous sheriff department was like completely corrupt and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I remember mean. that. Oh, God, what movie are you talking about? I know Stand what you're talking about. Stan Tall? Was it Stan Tall? I'm pretty sure it's, yes. It's something no, Stan like Tall that. is the one where, is, isn't Stan Tall the one where like he's, he's a truck driver or something uh, like that? I'm gonna um, Monka S. I know what movie you're talking about. Cause oh, I man, the, I'm gonna go insane. The poster is in my mind right now. The Rundown? That's not The Rundown. Oh, man, bro. Oh, well, yeah, it is Walking Tall. It is Walking oh, Tall. It is it, Walking it is? Tall. It okay, is, cool, it is cool. Walking Tall. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it gives me, like, Walking Tall vibes kind of like that, you know? Because mm. this guy was, like, a, this, the obviously Bruce Willis is, like, a former, like, actual, like, DE agent or something. He's a cop for sure. Why is why are the what? sheriff's departments always the ones that are corrupt? Because it's it. close-knit, so they can get away with it. That's true. And it it's, always, it's always, like... A sheriff's department in the country. Like it's like yeah. Southerners. It's it's like it's never. Well, actually, I can't even say that. What's different is the kind of crime that they're up to. Yeah, they're they're like running drugs mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. Drug running. Yeah. And when when we get those uh, uh, what's that movie with um? We just watched that trailer, Monty, with Jason Statham. Oh, uh, I know exactly. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about, though. But yeah, the, uh, yeah. the kind of crimes we just is just different too. because you know, obviously, you know, we're dealing with different kinds of corrupt cops. But yeah, man, this looks like an this looks like an entertaining romp. I'm down for mm-hmm. it. I'm very much down for it. I mean, what you know, it's it's a it's a it's a tried and true you know system you know bruce willis is an action you know mm-hmm. thriller kind of thing i'm down for it yeah it's not something it's that him, him and the girl so it's to. probably going to play off the fact that she's not that experienced it, of course i mean the first thing you see in her hands is not a gun it's a camera and she ends this movie trailer with a gun in her hand so yep. obviously we're going to see some listen point and shoot you're not going to be surprised by what's I don't think you'll be surprised. Yeah, what's gonna happen in this I don't. Film. I don't think anyone's gonna be surprised, but I don't oh, think yeah, that's no. a bad but thing either. You, you know? don't go watching this film. You're not, you know, if you're not if you, knowing what the plot's exactly. gonna be. Exactly. If you, if you, yeah, if you like, nitpick and complain, you just wanna, you wanna shit on something, right? Yeah. We're here for Bruce. We're here, here to Bruce, watch, you know, some action, and, you know, some right. intensity. Mm-hmm. It's Bruce Willis protecting his niece from corrupt cops that are trying to kill her because she knows too much. About uh, the sheriff's pretty much running a drug running mm-hmm. deal. So, it's a tried and true formula. I'm down. <laughs> this is like that's all you gotta know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look forward. Looking to forward to it, guys. And uh, next up on this list, if you really want to feel powerless, man. Precisely. <laughs> I'm so glad again, this franchise is getting revived. Jordan Peele. Yeah, man. I think the first trailer came out before we even started the podcast, which is crazy to think about. Oh, it did. <laughs> like, it absolutely this, did. This originally got announced long before we actually started. Quite a while ago. Like, so two years like, ago? Yeah. And the fact that it's just now coming out with another trailer there, a bit closer, obviously, because of uh, COVID right. stopping the production on that. But, um, can't wait. It looks so good, man. The first I, trailer was good, too. It looks like it's just trying to make us scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. A lot of people... I'm, down i'm not even gonna say that candy man is overrated i think candy man could 
do with a little bit more exposure, which, hey, you got Jordan Peele's name on this. You got Yaya. Uh, I would say underrated. Yaya, I, yes. Not, yeah, did I say overrated? I meant underrated. Um, mm-hmm. It being, you know, the kind of premise that this, this, what do we call these characters? You know, like Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers. What do we call them? Like slashers? Sl- slashers. There we go. That um that these slasher movies and these slasher icons, the the premise behind Candyman, I think because of what it is, he's underrated. You know, he's he obviously not as scary as a guy who can infiltrate your dreams. Just like even if you're afraid, like if you feel any fear at all, he can infiltrate your dreams. And uh, a dude who is a walking zombie, you know, you know, The Walking Dead. So, uh, but. I think Candyman being a threat that you bring upon yourself, yeah, is awesome, bro. <laughs> hey, don't don't <laughs> say his name this many times in the mirror, you fucking idiot. Yeah, it's all you gotta it's do. Like you're asking for trouble. It's very, it's very bloody Mary esque, you know. It's like, hey, yeah. if you do this, you're doing it to yourself, man. But you know no, what? No Curiosity killed that goddamn yeah. cat. That bowl, cat got fucked over. Obviously, you're not gonna know if this person <laughs> meant it. If they when they said hey, don't do this. I'm just, yeah. You're trying to figure out if it's a thing yeah. or not. Fun little game, and then you get murdered. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and unprepared. They have the man himself reprising his role as Candyman. Uh, I I really want um a Tony Todd, of course. Tony Todd's voice is so. Perfect. It's powerful. It's fucking... It really is, isn't it? For <laughs> intimidating anybody. Anybody. In anything. And I I love the theory that Tony Todd in the Final Destination movies is Can actually he the voice the of Zoom? That is a cool theory. And I would love for them to do something with that. Revive the, revive the Final Destination franchise and make it about Tony Todd's character. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Because we are, we have Candyman. Clearly, he's he's in the mood to be a slasher. Why not make him arguably the ble- the best slasher of all? Fucking Grim Reaper! Like, come on. I mean, you got a point. You know what I'm saying? But Candyman looks. Uh, I love I love the you know the uh, like the paper like the the sort like of the, the shadow puppet, yeah, the paper shadow yeah, the paper cut shadow out the puppet things that they're doing yeah. that's really cool actually. I actually do like that for storytelling purposes. I'm like, okay, that's pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. All right, I see you guys. I see you guys over there. At Monkey Paul Studios. <laughs> I haven't been scared by a horror movie in quite a while, and I'm not. I think this film is going to make my skin crawl more than scare me. But yeah, I, that's yeah. that that more that gets me more. Anyway, that's almost better. Yeah, to be man, it's actually better. It's like. A lot of things like being scared constantly isn't that great, but being on edge the entire time, you know, mm. being like really freaked out. That's the key to doing a really good horror movie in general. Stress, man. Hey. Jump scares are cheap, but I don't mind them. Jump, but, spe- yeah, jump yeah, scares are cheap, you... but if used correctly, they can be very like a good yeah. addition to something. If you got a phobia of beers, of bees. Devon has <laughs> a phobia of bees. Oh, that's right. Devon has a phobia of pretty much any flying insect. Very true. If you also, if you At have trypophobia, uh, what's the, the fear of clusters of holes and whatnot? Uh, yeah. I think this will do it to you. 
I never got it's that fear. I always was really <laughs> fascinated when I saw those because I'm like, God damn, that's like that's weird as fuck. Yeah. I believe I believe trypophobia is more of an evolved fear because of the the subconscious real, realization or acknowledgement of a threat because of the pattern yeah. and and you know like poisonous plants and creatures that have that that pattern on it. Uh, that pattern, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's that's evolved just over many 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 generations or maybe it's where us who don't have that phobia are evolved to not have it yeah you could look at it any way you want but i'm excited because that the idea is that fears like phobias that you're born with are tend to be um game traits right from from the lineage yeah from previous yeah so like when if you're an arachnophobia it's because one of your ancestors had a pretty bad run in with a spider and was like, nah. One of my ancestors <laughs> got murdered by a fucking clown. I used to hate those bastards, bro. Yeah, I don't know where that one comes through. <laughs> I just hated clowns, bro. Hated, hated clowns growing up, man. You know what? Just that one's one of those ones that, where it's like, I don't know. We're definitely going to get a really good clown horror movie soon. Just because you said that. I believe it. It's just for you. Know it. just for you. Actually, though. we technically did recently. I mean, did really? Like, what, what, oh, you're it? not talking about it, are you? I mean, I mean it, the first what, one, yeah, the chapter first one, one was two. pretty good. Chapter two was kind of... Chapter two was a little bit, a little, little, you know, a little, little, little. Uh, okay. I think I, I think I, chapter, I watch chapter, chapter one watch chapter was pretty, two? pretty good. Mm-hmm. I watched chapter one in theaters with Paul. He sat next to me. Paul does not like clowns. That was a funny experience for me. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm not as afraid of clowns as I am anymore. Like I'm not as afraid of them. They just creep me out, man. You mm. know what I mean? They, they just creep me the fuck out. The only thing I would say, like. I have a phobia of like if you put me in a room full of porcelain dolls, I'd go insane in like five minutes, bro. Yeah, you do not like dude, I, porcelain dude, I, dolls. Dude, I, they freak me out, man. Every time I if they, every, they stare at you, it's fucking creepy. Every like they I don't know, mannequins. man. The mannequins do it for you. Mannequins kind of mannequins. freak me out too, man. Like they, they give me weird yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah this. I, I, I remember like one time my mom used to my mom used to like she cleans houses and my mom would like she would like some of the people like they had warehouses and stuff like that so we would go clean the warehouses like for certain areas and i remember one time we were cleaning and i opened the door and there was just a mannequin standing in the middle of the room like wow. nothing else in the room and i legit <laughs> wow. fucking almost shit my pants bro. I, I think i, I was like fuck that dude because <laughs> the deal of like mannequins i think everyone could agree with the the fear of mannequin no one's really afraid of mannequins it's if they move same. bro it's like but what if that fucker of moves mannequins, yeah what if that the fucker fear moves? Of mannequins moving without anybody doing anything or being in a place where they shouldn't be does fuck God, y'all remember from I Am Legend where the fucking vampires start fucking with them so they start moving yeah. the things? Yo, yeah. th- I, when I watched it, I was like, hey, that's fucking creepy. That, that would that would freak Don't me out. Like, if I was in a, if I was in a situation <laughs> like that. That's why I like, love when uh, video games subvert the mannequin trope. Like, horror games, especially uh, yeah. indie mm-hmm. horror games, when they subvert, when like, when you see mannequins... Like you walk into a room and like there'll be a bunch of mannequins and you just know you're like they're gonna move, aren't they? They're gonna move, aren't they? Know what y'all gonna do? But then they don't. They don't, and you're like even more pissed off because you're like now you're on edge because like I'm waiting for it. Miles Morales did that. Did he really? I didn't understand. They did that. Miles Morales. Yeah, the um the game does that where you walk into a place where there's a bunch of morales like there's a bunch of mannequins all over the place. And then um, you turn around and the mannequins have moved, and you're like, "What the, f- what the hell is happening right now?" And then an enemy bursts through them and tries to hit you. And if you're not paying attention, he totally can hit you because you're wow. still gameplay. I'd scream, bro. <laughs> I'd scream. Like I watched a playthrough of someone of uh, a, a YouTuber that I watch um, do the playthrough of Resident Evil uh, Village. 
Yeah, I had a feeling you were going right? to mention that one. And, and <laughs> that the, the fucking house that you go to, the second one you go to, which is like the, the crazy bitch with the dolls. Bro, there's a part there where he goes into a room and like there's a bunch of dolls and he goes to close the door and when he turns around, all the dolls, all of them are turned and looking at him. If that happened to me, bro, I have a <laughs> breakdown, I think. You know, I'd be like, oh, fuck no. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm grabbing a baseball bat. Moment. I'm going to start swinging at these fuckers. And it's going to come through that door. I'm, I'm taking it down. <laughs> I'm taking this whole thing down, dude. <laughs> Anything walk through that door. Just catching it, bro. But, but um, we'll uh, we'll move ahead to this is a pretty cool uh, game that actually a little D and D game, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to give it to shot, Aaron? Uh, I think you had the I, best I mean, pronunciation. As far as I think, it's the Dungeon of Nahul Nahulbuk and the Amulet of Chaos, which it looks funny. It's a cool little. It's got like, some really cool humor, honestly. Like I really like yeah. the humor that it has. It's it's basically an XCOM game, or more of like um, Pillars of Eternity, where you take your turns, you move your characters strategically, use their abilities to help you out. It's got a little bit, from what I saw in the trailer, it might have a little bit of that um, same kind of strategy going on as the Mario Rabbids games, which, to be honest, if Mario and Rabbit wasn't Mario and Rabbids, I'd probably play that, because gameplay-wise, it actually looks really fun. It's so weird, though. <laughs> It's just such a weird crossover, man. I'm just so thrown off by it that I'm just like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> I do like the whole uh, the abilities of like you know, this this little game looks. It looks very. You can think of a lot of things though. Like you can throw your opponent. You can throw your own characters. Like you can have one character pick up one of your characters and throw them across the map. You know stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it seems like just kind of interesting. You know, if you uh, turn based stuff like that, if you're into that, it, it definitely seems like a nice little. It looks very lighthearted, honestly. Yeah, um, I'm not the a humor huge. The characters. I'm not a huge turn-based are... guy, but this this just this is just so sweet, man. It feels this it is... feels really it feels really cute. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, I don't I know how really how else to describe it's it. Cute, dude. No, it's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. Just the way the characters are bouncing off each other, and you're just kind of hearing them as they talk about this adventure. But it's yeah. like, ah, it's not that bad. Don't worry about it. You got the one guy that's trying to keep everybody together because he's like, oh, I need them for this party. You can't can't let the archer go you got the angry the dwarf <laughs> the, the vulgar dwarf. i love i love playing <laughs> games where the characters have this uh already established relationship with each other like they're already this kind of ragtag family so that that's so dy- that chemistry is just so dynamic it's left so for cool. dead too bro yeah Goddamn. man pretty much yeah and soon back for blood that, can't dude, that's that. game, actually that, really want to play that and uh, really chris forward to bro the Anacris game is the one I'm really looking forward to, though, because that one looks to have that right like, really nice bouncing back and forth yeah. dynamic that I'm like, yes, I want that. Like that little thing that we talked about last time where they're talking about brutes. <laughs> He's like, what do you call them? I was like, uh, uh, you know, know, maybe we can call I don't them. know, we can call them, ah, brute! <laughs> <laughs> like All of them in unison, just, <laughs> just have an argument of what they should call it, only to just be like, brute, brute it is. <laughs> brute, brute it is, I guess, you know, might as well. Might overcomplicate things, you know. Does it not necessary at all. But, um, next up on here is Skylinks, because we'll, we'll kind of speed through this last couple of ones. We're hitting three hours at this point. Um, you can probably cut some stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> is it? But um, we're talking about Skylink, which is a drone game. Actually, it's like a drone dogfighting game. Yeah, from what I could tell, set in kind of the future. Yep. But you have a grappling hook, 
that throws you around. A lot of little power-ups. Looks fun, honestly. It just looks like a fun time. A lot of games look like a fun time, but this one just looks like something you could kick back and go against your boys. Just chill. Or, or play with your boys, one or two. Um, you can see kind of having like almost a siege group with it, being tactical, messing around. You can have some fun in this. It looks fun. Mm. If you like your dogfighting games, you like your games where you're flying around. Oh, I hadn't seen cool the trailer things. for you like this. Drones. This is a cool one. Hmm? Whoa. Are you talking about Skylink, Skylink right now? Yeah. Yep. I hadn't seen the trailer for Skylink. I only seen part of it. I'm looking at this right now, bro. You, uh, oh, wow. I love the music. The music really cool. when it kicked in, I was just like, yeah. "Oh, okay, all right." It's got that like, like it's got that it. like drone feel, but like yeah. you know, air combat's pretty cool, you know. So I haven't played. Wow! Did, he, did this ship just grapple to a building? Yeah, you get this yes. grappling hook, bro, that you can like use to like, <laughs> oh, jump around. Hell yeah! Listen, brother. man. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, bro. Game devs, every game dev out there, bro. A grappling hook implemented correctly. And with that makes sense. They've been doing all it, a lot. <laughs> all it can do is make the game better. Mm-hmm. All it can do is make the game better. It can Everyone never make the game worse. I feel like a lot of people have noticed this because Halo, Halo, Doom, Doom did it. <laughs> what else? There's been a couple grappling hooks recently. We love our grappling I'm pretty hooks, sure. bro. <laughs> They've just been just implementing works. it to a Ghost bunch of Ghost of Tsushima had like, grappling hooks too. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima definitely had a grappling hook. Wow. This has one. What else? There's, there's been a quite a few. Listen, man. Honestly, I'm, we could I'm, go I'm, I'm okay list. with that. Grappling hooks, you know, they're, they're, they always need to be mainstream. Skyline oh, well, I mean, we all know that it kind of started with uh, Titanfall, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Titanfall, absolutely. Titanfall definitely that, was just like, hey, yo. Made that uh, the kind of thing that was like, yo, if you Dude, didn't Titanfall know the versatility the of the grappling hook, they're bitch, bro. Yeah, they took man. the grappling exactly. hook and made it their bitch. We're going to abuse you. We're going to turn you into one of the best <laughs> implements in all of gaming history, bro. It's, it's like the weirdest thing ever because... In that game, you totally could change off the grappling hook. Oh, yeah, like, you, you don't need it. Abilities. You don't need it for mobility. But honestly, why do but I want to? But playing it with the grappling hook, bro, you can move. You can move. Yeah. You don't need it, but man, why? It's one of those things where I'm just kind of like, why am I not? Usually, the only time I pick like, anything other than grappling hook, I'll play grappling hook if I'm playing by myself because it's easier to like go around by yourself. But if I'm with people, I'll pick something else. Yeah, because then it's like, well, maybe I won't swing off unless everyone else can swing off. But, Skyline like, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> available on Steam. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm also. I, I was just watching. You know, I, I don't want to rush or anything, but I, I clicked on the on the link for the Vulcanoids, and I've seen this. Oh game, yeah, I was about to mention it. I've seen this game when it was in pre-development in alpha. Uh, I saw video hey. footage of it. I didn't realize it was this far along. Yeah, it looks good because it looks pretty cool. I mean, being able to like make your own little drill and stuff, man. Drilling in wow. through, the, through the tunnels and stuff. Like the whole Vulcan world went to shit. Really, you just have to you have to fucking survive amongst the the ashes and everything. I really like Yo, the steampunk, steampunk vibe of it too, man. Yeah, same. That's what I'm saying. Man. You like your steampunk? This is for you. God. <laughs> it's it's like steam it's slash gear punk, honestly. Steam yeah. slash gear punk. You know? Dude, this reminds of... me of the the steampunk pirate, bro. This is so cool. There's a movie that always sticks with me when I think of steampunk, and it's like a, I'm pretty sure it's a Ghibli. Which film, one? But I have to check. Uh, Steam Boy. If anybody has ever seen Steam Boy, I'm not. That's something. I have not. You should watch Steam Boy. Steam Boy is freaking good. That one, for some reason, just whenever I think of steampunk, that's what comes to mind. And that movie Uh is awesome. A Japanese animated steampunk action film. I am intrigued. 
This is from the. <gasps> I've heard of this. Shame on me. Shame on me. <laughs> I'm looking at these images. I've seen this poster before. Shame on me. Slap on the wrist. Come on. I have seen this poster before. I've seen the fuck. I've seen. I've seen clips of this before. God damn. Freaking yeah. Akira, bro. Steam Boy is dope. Look at this guy. Steam Boy's awesome. Right. I, might, I might have to watch that. Oh, I'm honestly. absolutely watching this. I'm, I'm going to watch that tomorrow, bro. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's, it's Katsushiro Otomo. Of course it is. Like, why why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's literally the guy that made Akira. It's, yeah, it's, man. It's, this is, he made this right after he made Akira. Okay. All right. <sighs> but as far as, as, as Volcanoids, man... I. I, Patrick Stewart is before. in that movie. Okay, sorry. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's totally fine. Uh, Patrick Stewart being in a Japanese animated film, all for it. But I'm just really impressed with what's what's coming out this summer as far as gaming. I'm I'm excited for what the. Okay, I looked Some into the games. comics and I uh, there was there's a Hideo there's a comment from Hideo Kojima. I doubt that's actually Hideo Kojima. It's got Hideo Kojima as a profile photo. And <laughs> I'm really about to be surprised. Is this really a deal? I was like, hey, yo. That's nah, not going to be a deal. Okay, whatever. But, I mean, this is... Volcanoid's game developer? honestly looks pretty fun. It gives me, like... It gives me Rock and Stone vibes, Monty, you know? Oh, yeah. Freaking... <laughs> deep Rock Galactic uh, deep rock vibes. Galactic. It gives me Deep Rock Galactic vibes, but it's obviously not in space. It's just the world got volcanoed. I feel it that. seems like a nice, exactly fun game. It gave me those same vibes too. Like, hey, what, what, what have I got, got on my friends. what have I got on my gaming list? What have I what have I been playing lately? Oh, I'm gonna play a little something, something. I'll play Volcanoids. Not even like not even like as a last resort type thing. I just, I just like really is like I'm Look, in man, Volcanoids games, mood bro. right now. That's what I get from this. This okay. Melee guns look nice. Guns look pretty cool. Yeah, I, I was I was looking at that too. I'm like, I really want the guns to look cool. Like, boring gunplay is not something I can tolerate anymore. Yeah, man. I could have tolerated it as a kid, but nowadays, like, bro, I've, I've been spoiled way as too many As long as the guns have <laughs> I've gotten too many good ones. <laughs> and are, like, like, I can handle them fast. Ugh. Yeah, bro, this is customization update. Okay, available now on Steam. So you can definitely play that one. That one's cool. That one's a really cool So, shout out to Volcanoids. You know, this game, dope. I think it's already available on Steam, so, I mean, if y'all want to give this a a try go for it because i mean it looks very fun honestly it's got it's uh, got really it's got survival vibes you know apparently the developers on tiktok for you people who are on to you people i don't i don't mean to say it like that for you all who are on tiktok uh, i think that's i think i saw a video is. from tiktok where he was doing the development for that i'm pretty sure that's where i saw it because awesome, i've seen man. i've seen development work for this game Cause it's yeah. the exact same drill, like everything about the way it moves. It's definitely the same game. This guy says, so "Nice I, to I've see this it. game still getting love." The Hideo Kojima comment is, "I'm so happy this game took off for this dude." Um, uh, this comment is, "Oh hey, it's that game I've been following on TikTok." This one is, "I've been following the developer oh, on go. TikTok for a while." All right, dude. All right. Look, look, guys. Hey, if, if you've got a game design that you want uh, to see made. Do it, right? Do it, promote it, for whatever real. you think can be. What, hey, if people are there, it can be promoted there. TikTok is obviously a great platform to do this. Look at the look at the traffic that this is getting. IGN, 2,000 
and twenty uh, twenty two thousand three hundred twelve views on this on this uh, video from IGN. For real. I'm looking forward to but this game growing. Let's get back into the movies because we're not done with movies. Oh, we're not. Right. Yeah. Halloween kills. Oh, yes. Halloween, Halloween kills. But I'm being but I'm back. Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Gonna have a continuation. Lori Strode. Movie. At this point, there are too many Halloweens. Look, this, what? Is, this is what this, Halloween, this is what this, this is technically what Halloween. <laughs> technically, it's like what the twelfth or eleventh one, something like we that. We do not count Halloween yep. H two O. We do not count Hollywood Halloween Bro, okay. H two O. H two O was not a good Halloween movie, H2O. but dude, I loved H two O. Come on, man. H two O was fucking hilarious, bro. Buster it was H two O. It was. God, bro. But <laughs> all right, fine. Such a classic, all right, fine. Bro. We'll count it. Uh, is that is that is that the one where fucking? It's H two O is the one where it was pretty much like H two O was like a, a reality show I think, uh they had there and like I, I think like I think Jamie Lee Curtis was in it too wasn't she I think she was in H two O yes yes she was um what which one was Buster Rhymes in is what I'm looking at but no H two O yeah was that H two O the one Buster Rhymes was in yeah Are you serious <laughs> that's what I, I was saying cool. Buster oh, Rhymes was in H two O yeah man he plays All like right. the most. He plays the most like generic black guy. He yeah. He's like, "What's up, motherfucker?" And he goes, yeah. the "Fuck up." <laughs> he goes to fight him, bro. <laughs> God, that shit was so funny, bro. But I, I don't, I don't really know what to tell the audience about this one. It, it, it's Mike, it's Michael Myers. Yeah, the thing about Michael, Michael Myers, Myers movies is they're very inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. You got a good one, and then you immediately follow get get a follow up, and it's 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 a comedy almost. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't feel like it's a horror or like a slasher movie. It's, it it feels like a super campy slasher movie. You know, mm-hmm. so definitely this is one of those movies where I'm gonna wait to see what it's what's going on there. But if it's a continuation of the previous one, it should be pretty decent. The last one was pretty good. It was way more serious. Oh, uh, they definitely dealt into the whole why can't this bastard die? Yeah, <laughs> they man. Delve into that pretty can't tight. Kill him. I. I don't know which of the Halloween films that I can recommend, obviously, besides Halloween 1, Halloween 2. I, I would I would recommend Season of the Witch. Um, uh, Honestly, yeah, where's, same. Where's like, the Halloween that... No, it's just Halloween that um, Rob Zombie... Yeah, Rob Zombie Halloween made. is just the one that Rob Zombie directed. Is oh, just Halloween. he did a second one. Yeah, he did two. two he what? did two of those. He did a Halloween too. Okay, two thousand nine. I did not know that. There's a lot of Halloween. There's, there's, there's a lot of two. I'm looking. I'm looking two at Halloween I'm looking twos at and least. three Halloween. Right. Yeah. Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween three. Yeah, because you have you have Halloween, Halloween one, two, three, the all the way up to Michael five. Myers. Halloween five. And then you have Halloween, the, the curse Myers. of Michael Myers. Then you have H two O. Also, correction. Later. I'm gonna make a correction yes. real quick. Buster Rhymes is in Halloween Resurrection. Oh, is he? Oh, he's in Resurrection. He's in Resurrection. That's what I thought. Oh, LL Cool J is in H2O. Yeah, LL Cool J is the one that's in H2O. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, okay. I knew I knew for a fact Buster Rhymes was in one of them, man. I was like, I know. What do you mean Halloween Resurrection? He's been resurrected 50 times. Like, of these, I would recommend Halloween, Halloween 2, uh... Do not watch three, four, or five. Oh my God! There is an Do actual Halloween resurrection rack. just because. I'm on Honestly, the Wikipedia. Honestly, <laughs> Curse of Mike Myers was pretty bad, but it had some interesting parts. 
There's know, an infographic honestly. illustrating the continuity between the Halloween. Wait, films they've already confirmed. The so there's a trilogy. Because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at Google. So we've got Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Kills, ends. which is the one that's coming out, and Halloween Ends, which is the one in 2022. What? So we've already confirmed yeah. that there's one. What? So we've got a trilogy. These three are the trilogy. Okay. Yo, I hope. Then I hope this one knocks me out of I really, the park. Bro. I really hope it's good. I really yeah. hope it's good. Like honestly, if it's gonna be a trilogy. Hold I'm on. Not when is this coming that. out? Is this? It better October fifteenth. October. October fifteenth. Yeah, Heresy. I mean, that's not when Halloween is, boy. <laughs> How do you have Halloween come you. out on any day in For October Halloween. that isn't the thirty first? Hello. Well, what days of the thirty first fall is a question because if the thirty first falls on like a, on a Tuesday, it's gonna be kind of. I guess oh, the way true. they're okay. seeing it is that like the month of October is kind of treated yeah. as Halloween. So you yeah, we treat it as Halloween. As long as it's in October, that's totally fine for me. Fair enough. I'm glad I, it's crazy to look at how many. It's crazy oh. to look at how many Halloween movies there are. But next up, let's talk about the Shang Chi trailer. Ooh, Let's yeah. Um, oh man! Oh special man! Special oh, effects man. look really great. Like from what they showed in that trailer, the special effects look pretty good. I wish I could I'm say more about Shang Chi. I have not. I, I'm not a huge fan of him in the comics. Not to say that I he's don't not know a much great about character. him in the comics. I just haven't read that much that. about him. That's My true. introduction to Shang-Chi was actually through Spider-Man because of the way of the spider. Yeah. But... I know he hung out with Iron Fist for a decent amount of time. Mm. They... One of his... There's um, just not much on Shang-Chi. He's on a lot of teams. He's on a decent amount of teams. Uh, damn. What's... Um, one of his villains... Uh, he and, he and Wolverine share a villain. Oh, man. I love this guy. I love that guy. Like, he... Uh, damn, what's his name? It's not Silver Samurai, that, but that would make sense. It's um, fuck. Please don't be Omega Red. It's not Omega Red. It's this guy who um, he wears a blindfold over Omega his Red eyes, and like if he if he looks at you, he can like turn you into stone or like kill you or some shit. Oh, Gorgon. Gorgon, yes, yes, Gorgon. Man, I was like, it's not Gollum. I, I don't know why I couldn't um think of it, but Gorgon. I I think Gorgon is a great character. I, I in fact I hope there's also the gargoyle that exists as well. Right. I don't know what happened. I he, hope to he was see cool. him um in in one of these films because gorgon as a character is bad ass bro he's he's terrifying he's 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 fought electra he's fought daredevil he's fought shang chi he's fought iron fist he's fought wolverine this guy is and he's a mutant he just won't die mm-hmm. bro. i would love to see gorgon especially if he's going to be fighting shang chi and especially if they're going to keep up this level of um cinematics and cinematography because this action is and, and the special effects in this movie looks so damn good, man. Yeah, special effects in this movie look really good, man. It's fast. They've done a good job. Like, they did They've a really a good, good job. job. This one good. Hopefully, one I mean, they, hopefully I love... they learn from Black Panther. Hopefully they yeah. learn from Black Panther. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I mean, man. it was a oh, it was a pretty decent movie, but if they had had better special effects in Black Panther, it would have been a hundred times. Let me ask you this, Imani. Let me ask you this because I'll speak for myself. When Shang Chi was announced at um, Comic Con, you know, when they when they revealed that's you know he's part of the lineup, I was <laughs> being someone who enjoys the Shang Chi character. I was like, yo, this is cool, but I excited, I yeah. wasn't like. There was a part of me that was like, man, this. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know if I actually want this but for me maybe i'm not the clearly clearly it's not being 
It's not that it's not being targeted to me because I'm a comic book fan and I'm an MCU fan. But obviously we're looking at the Asian demographic here. This yeah. is, this you is know, fair. but I'm not, I, I, I felt like where could we, obviously there's something. If we got Black Panther, they got, you know what I'm saying? Which technically yeah. at the time, uh, I would say that the equivalent movie equivalent, quote unquote, would be, um, was it Filthy Rich Agents? Yes. Is that? Yeah. Cause that one came out and was like, yes. Harold is essentially what Black Panther did for, for mm-hmm. us. It did for the Asian mm-hmm. community. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. But um, as far as this one goes, for me, I was excited, but that's more so because I was following the story mm-hmm. of it before it came yes. out. Like I followed, but the actor himself, I got to remember what his name is, who was just like, like I said earlier, he really just came out and just talked Marvel into making this yeah. movie happen and for it to exist. And they was like, so we're doing Shang-Chi. I was like, oh, wow, he really did I'm it. I'm really glad that <laughs> talked like into that it. Happen, where an actor can say, yo, uh, I can make this shit happen, bro. And it'll be good. <laughs> and the studio was like, yeah, shit. Show us. You know what? Yeah, perfect. Show <laughs> us. Why not? Because we're, we're talking about how we want to open up the Marvel Universe, we want to show other people, we want to show the world just how, you know, yo, you think you know, you think, you, you think you've seen it all. No, like, we, we, we still got a lot more to show you. There's still a lot of untapped potential, and that's true. I, 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 I really hope crazy? this leads into, or at least it's able to build the MCU as a whole, you know, going into the direction that, what, what, what are we in, like, phase oh, five yeah. now? Should we start over? Four. We're, at, we're officially four. Well, phase four, phase four, that's right. Phase four. I, I think we, I'm going to be real, chances are we're going to start over at six, which, mm. to be honest, makes sense because this is going to, we already finished our first three trilogy, we're going to have another mm. three, Yeah. and I don't, I don't know if they plan on doing mutants before the end of, before we get to phase oh, they six, they, we, we, but if they don't do mutants by the time we get to phase six, then we got to have another three phases. I think we're going to have, <laughs> I think we're going to have mutants by... We will have, if not a mutant, if not an X-Men film or an X-Men franchise, uh, an X-Men characters film, we will have at least, at least seen one mutant or spoken of them before the end of this phase. Because the Eternals are undoubtedly going to usher in the mutant era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Directly. We can hope. It's gonna happen. But speaking of ushering in, mm. um, I see Idris Elba is ushering in a new movie. Yes. In Heart of They Fall, mm. which gives us like I think we talked a little bit before this, all the Tarantino vibes. All the Tarantino <laughs> vibes. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! If it is not a Tarantino, Heart of They movie, Fall for sure. Sure. Yes. I wonder if all the Tarantino. I, I wonder vibes. if. <laughs> I wonder what this movie will do. For race relations. <laughs> Look, I honest, love this. Man. I don't know. I don't know how. Movie. I don't. I don't know because like the 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 idea behind it, like if you Not read bad. the like the synopsis of it, the idea behind yeah. it is essentially two rival gangs that are fighting against each other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like I don't know. I just think it's a really good western movie, man. I, yeah, I just, man. I'm down for a western, man. I'm I looking. I'm I'm down for another look. I think. Obviously, maybe I have a little bit of bias being able to see 
more black western films. You know, just I like to see more black. I, the first cowboy was a black man. Okay. So to see more. I did not know that. That's actually really cool. Yes, my man. Yes, my man. His name starts with a B. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, shame on me. I'm just my my brain is so scattered. I'm trying to remember today. his name right now as well. I'm fucking. I'm gonna look him up, bro. What was the name of the movie? I'm trying to fucking remember. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. God, diggity it damn it! It's not him. Oh, here we go. Um, hello. Uh, yeah, we're here. Um, okay, this isn't. I'm I'm looking at the photo of him, but you're not you're not telling me his name. Why are you? Why are you not telling me his name? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have his beef name. if you don't. Gonna have a problem. Know his name. Speak about talk name. about this film while I while I find this man's name. I'm not I'm not resting until I find this man's name. <laughs> well. We got Idris Elba playing one bad motherfucker. Yeah, one, one bad, bad motherfucker. The way they introduced him, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody, if you haven't seen the trailer, the way they literally introduced yourself in this movie is it's just he's in a cell, completely closed in, shackled up, like 12 guards in front of him. And they open, and it's just his bald head, and he's just standing there, bro. <laughs> it's, just, it's the most power pose. He's just He just looks fucking scary, bro. He's like, I'm here. And he proceeds to put a cigar in his mouth, his hat in his head. As his crew blast everybody and kill, just gun everybody down, bro. Full gunfight happening, and he's just like, we don't care. He just takes a nice deep breath. (laughs) I'm out of here. I like the music they're also going with for this. Very, also, I mean, obviously Tarantino vibes, and if you know Tarantino, then I guess the best comparison would be Django. So, yeah, it's got very similar comedy. Bass Reeves! That's what I'm noticing. There you go. Good Ooh. God! Bass Reeves, the first cowboy. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Bass Reeves was one of the like most famous outlaw hunters in all of the fucking Yes, West sir. Bass, Bass Reeves was a man that was literally too angry to die. That man is the <laughs> definition of it. The dude is a fucking monster. <laughs> like, I'm pretty it's... sure he has, like, the, like, the record for most, uh, like, most arrests or something like that, if I remember correctly. Like, it was insane. Yes, yes, he did. He, he um successfully yeah, completed the most had, bounties in American history. He had over three thousand arrests of dangerous criminals. Mm-hmm. Also, we'll mention this because this cast is stacked. Oh, it's fucking hell of stacked. <laughs> there, bro. there's a lot. So of we mentioned Idris Elba, but there's uh Jonathan Majors. There's uh Keith Stanfield. Keith Stanfield. Regina King. Zazzy Beats. Exactly. Zazzy Beats. Exactly. <laughs> love Zazzy Beats. <laughs> And Regina oh. King, like, come on, it's Regina King, ladies and gentlemen. Regina King is such a goddess. That woman is so powerful. She is walking strength. Yeah, she can show it here. The way she kills that fucking train conductor, yeah, drops man. his ass like nothing. Because I ain't no nincompoop, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but by all means, go check that one out. And uh, lastly for our news, we got, we got Sing. Sing 2. Anybody, anybody here seen the first one? I have not. This seen is genuinely a pretty good oh, one. All I know about the first one is that Tori. I watched the first one. I watched it the first with my one's cousin. Good, with Windows. Yeah, yeah, it was a surprise. No reason being movie. as good as it yeah, was. Yeah, it was a surprisingly <laughs> good movie. Honestly, I, I gotta agree with Amani on that. 
I heard it. Um, I was expecting it to be just your average animated singing movie, but it was yeah. actually really good. It had dealt with a lot of really like heavy topics for a movie. Heavier topics yeah. than I expected. It dealt with some yeah. really heavy topics. Like the, the main quote unquote one of the main characters is a gorilla who's trying to win this so that he can get his dad's bail money to get his dad out of prison. Yeah, yeah, man. This is a kid's animated and, movie, and he's and his dad, and his dad, <laughs> and all of his dad's his basically, sh- his dad and his dad's friends all shit on him because he's like a big tough gorilla that just wants to sing, and it's like, what are you fucking gay? And it's like kind of like that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, no, man. I just, I just like to sing, you know. Peaceful. I like life. doing this. It's cool. It's honestly. A cool it has, movie. it has a lot. Of, it has a, like a lot of really cool topics, honestly. That's that's a that's a great opportunity. The, the whole idea of it. Great example. Yeah, of the whole idea Heart. of it. Is, it, yeah. it has a ton of heart. It's a lot of heart. Because the whole idea of it is that every character is from a completely different walk mm-hmm. of life. Like, one of them's like a mom. Yeah, she's a pig. Of like, she's a mom. She has she's like, a pig mom. She's got like, like 20 kids. kids or something. Yeah, she's yeah. got like fucking a litter. <laughs> got a lot of kids to feed. Jeez. And she's just like, you know what? She's a stay-at-home mom. She's like, you know what? I want to I wanna do this. I want to do this for myself. And you got like her family like supporting her or whatever. And it's cool. It's really cool. Like, it's, it's every character has got like their own kind of story to that they bring their own like life with them like even the main villain which is a fucking rat that just wants to win it for the money Mm, you know mm. which is played by uh seth mcfarlane (laughs) um is pretty funny like overall like all of them have like some some good moments so i mean i'm excited to see a second one honestly i i can't be mad Honestly. It looks good. It looks, it looks good. like it's about to hit on some uh, heavy things yeah, again I mean, with um, hopefully the do. lion character played by... I gotta see who... This man's voice stands out to me so hard. And I'm like, man, I gotta see who he is again. Because... Mm. <laughs> is it Reese Witherspoon? No. Is it Reese Witherspoon? Hold up. I gotta see who plays this, who plays this lion, bro. And um, Sing? Yep, and Sing 2. Sing 2, okay. Um... Oh boy. Oh boy. Two cast. Oh, bro, that's like the second voice there. Hold up. Let me see. Like, the second Google thing is the lion specifically. People <laughs> wanted to know. <laughs> People wanted to know. <laughs> so, who, who. Alright, but there's the first lion star. Voice. Bono voice. Bono. Yeah. Bono. Oh, Oh no no no! That's that's I don't know why they capitalized that. Bono, I don't. Uh, I've never. Oh wait a minute. Like Bono, like the singer Bono. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, who's who, who's he playing? Hold on, Bono's gonna be in this movie. He's playing the lion. lion. Yeah, he's he's the lion. I'm gonna. I, I need to watch this. Hold up, I need to fast forward this. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Holy shit, that is Bono. God damn. <laughs> the lion's cool, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> Wow, man. I heard that. I was like, I need to know. I I need to know. Yo, this just goes to show. Don't sleep on animated kids movies, man. You don't know who could be up in there. I mean, also, ScarJo's in this bitch. Scar, what do you mean? Like, ScarJo's in this I'm bitch. Sure Matthew McConaughey's in, in here. I think Reese Witherspoon was in it, too. Yeah. I know the gorilla yeah. is played by Taryn Egerton. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I hope that's it how it's pronounced. But I know... Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And he Tell also, um, yeah, and he played, he was, oh, God. Oh, Tori Kelly's in here. Oh, Nick Kroll, too. I'm God just damn. forgetting all the names. Taron Egerton Scarlett was Johansson's in, also in a, he was recently in a, I can't quite say it was a biopic. I mean, maybe I should consider it a biopic. For, um, 
Rocket Man. Elton John. Oh yeah, for Elton John. Yeah, yeah. he 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 did a he did a um, he did the movie with Elton John for mm. like the biopic of Elton John. Mm. Yeah, he man. did a pretty good job with that movie too. Honestly. Yes. Boy can sing. Very artistic film. I mean, first time it I should see, be. It's Elton this John. is gonna be really off topic, but the first time I saw him in anything, he played um, one of the Krays uh, um, in um, in Legend, where like. Um, Homie, the homie that plays uh, homie that plays Venom, fucking, I just, I just forgot his name. Tom oh, Hardy? um, yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy, yeah, Tom Hardy plays both of the Cray, the Cray twins. They're like the the British mafia. Oh yes, and um, you talking about brothers. He's, he's really twins. good at playing multiple characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's there. He's that movie. Is he's in that movie because one of the twins is gay. Yeah, yeah. And like the boyfriend that he has, or like whatever, is is actually Taron Egerton. And I remember I was watching that film, and I'm like, hold up, wait, is that? Is that? I was like, yo, <laughs> yo. No. He was in this like years like, before he was in uh, Kingsman. Legend, legend. That movie is legend, yeah. so good. The bar fight when they um. Oh, bro. When uh. Yes. When <laughs> it's good, so good. Let's, you want to hear a joke? Story. Paranoid yeah, schizophrenic walks into a bar. bar. <laughs> crack, <laughs> crack. Dude, the, the the sound of that hammer pinging off those skulls, man. That's a great yeah. movie. I, 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 that movie's I, uh, amazing. I wanted to watch Tom that Hardy movie. Tom Hardy is great, parents. bro. Tom, Tom Hardy's, Hardy. I don't get how he didn't get an Oscar for that. He played two characters that were completely different, and he did it perfectly. That guy's like, one of the best actors of our generation. He's done that twice. Yeah. I don't get how he slept. <laughs> He's on done it so a couple hard. times actually. He did that with Bro- the movie Bronson. I don't know if anybody's here watched the Bronson yes, movie, bro. but that movie was fucking amazing. And I don't get how he didn't get any rewards for that movie. I don't get how he didn't get anything for it. Slept it's not, on it's not even like it's not even. He's about to do it again. Slept on. They just, they're robbing him. We yeah, know he's good. Just don't we know he's good. In my mind, he is the next Wolverine. If they should ever make another Wolverine, like another just reboot Wolverine, yeah. him. And you know please. what? It's ironic that we <laughs> say that you, uh... because people have been wanting, people, I don't know why, man, but Taron Egerton was actually one of the, one of the names being thrown into the, the, the mill. For Wolverine, Wolverine? alongside Tom Hardy, he's way too skinny to be Wolverine, bro. Tom Tom Hardy Hardy can bulk up to the beast mode that you need to be Wolverine, bro. Tom Hardy is a that man. He's short. Size and he's a short guy. He's he's like what? He's five ten, I think. Five nine, something like that. Five ten. Bro, so he's 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 very short compared to like all the other actors that he's gonna be around. It's perfect. We all know Tom Hardy (laughs) is the perfect Wolverine choice. That's it, bro. He's the one. We all and, know. Like, I don't get why they're even thinking about it. I'm gonna be honest. Like, there's, there's. If I was a Hollywood casting director, there wouldn't even be a fucking thing. But it's like, oh, he's in Venom. That's why. And I saw, like, I saw this one piece of Photoshop of Tom Hardy as Wolverine, and it was like, well, uh, is it the one where he's smoking that oh, cigar yeah. and he's all cut yes, up and shit? I and think I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Like, it is here. Like, yes. That is, it's, and he's wearing the iconic outfit. Come on, come on. Honestly, I think a lot of these, a lot of these um, casting agents and these um, producers and whatnot, they they definitely look at all the Photoshop works, the work that is that is done for a lot of the potential or the prospect actors, and they yeah. consider that. Heavily. I just, me personally, it's like Tom Hardy is going to do the work. Like if you if mm-hmm. you're worried about some an actor that's not going to put in the work, you know, Robert Pattinson style, where he's going to give up. Cough, cough. You know, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> you know, but like you know, Tom Hardy's going to put in the work, bro. Like the, the amount of work he did for Bane alone for that for that film for, for, for the Dark Knight real. Rises, mm-hmm. like, it's like yeah, he he could do, he could absolutely do Wolverine. Easy clap, like honestly. 
Mm. He really I did. Mean, play he, he is that the reason really why we have that venom in the first place. Yeah. True. He did. God, God he, bless he him. Like, he did a really good, good job. job with Venom. He did such a yeah. really good job. Such a great job and clearly passionate about the movie. How would you feel if How would you feel if he wins an Oscar for Venom 2 for some reason? No, you know what's, I, you know what's going to be like funny? Woody Harrelson is going to win ever. an Oscar for Venom 2, not him. That would be insult. <laughs> I would. I might. Uh, I don't. I might riot. I might. I might. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't think he should win an Oscar for it because it's 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 venom. The movie's just not up to the same snuff as some of the right, other stuff. Like, he's, he's just done, done some I other films where it's like, yo, salty. Inception. His character in Inception was fucking amazing, and I was really confused oh, yeah. as to why he didn't get that. I've much. literally never seen anybody, this guy give a bad if, performance. If anybody here has ever watched Peaky Binders, yes. he plays Solomon. Good bro, God, he man. plays that character so well. It's terrifying. Tom Hardy such a good character. has not given a bad performance. He hasn't. It's it's like Carl Urban. Carl Urban has not been in a film where he's given a bad ex- or anything where he's mm. been in a, he's he's been the bad part. Mm. The Star Trek he movies. I may have my issues with the Star Trek movies, but he did Bones perfectly. Right. He played Bones perfectly. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a blah 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 blah. I'm a doctor, damn it. <laughs> damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not God a mechanic. God damn it, Jim. God, man. Oh man! You know what? Yeah, but no. Sick two. Actually, I'm actually pretty excited for a sequel for the first time in a while because it looks like it's gonna keep diving into into things. Like it's not just gonna be stagnant. It actually looks like it's diving into other other themes, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. What were you saying, Andre? Were you were you saying? Oh, I just I want to see I want to see Carl Urban and Tom Hardy be in a movie together. Like they're a duo, and they're both wearing some kind of mask. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> like a hotline miami thing but yeah, it's just bro. carl urban and tom hardy oh bro an army of two on. movie with carl urban and tom oh. hardy oh you know, get right. on it hollywood a, that you dude get you just kicked the core memory bro you just kicked the core memory can't go down this rabbit hole on it we gotta at least we, we gotta we gotta end this bro end. we gotta wrap it up so i got one more thing i gotta show right, you guys. right. that's it General Kitts is a really cool character action game. I know. We're going to have to cut this bitch down, Amani, or split it up. Wrap it up. Make it quick, man. (laughs) I got your dinner. Look at General Kitts. Go look at this. This is cool. We got a team of people. Mm. Well, constantly switching back and forth. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. As if your style switching and Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. All with different weapons, got, all doing different things. This is in the game. Sword, Keep an homie with the eye fist on out here. Okay. Exactly. Whoa! Oh my god! Nuke Ooh. fist games. Oh, these combos, bro. What? Calm down. Exactly. Uh oh. Yo, if <laughs> I can piece niggas up like oh. this. Bop, bop, oh nah, bop, bro. bro. You can juggle, bro. Oh my. Oh goodness. nah, bro. Okay. Oh nah, bro. Take all my money. Take all That's my money. I'm sick. Honestly, this game nice. looks cool. <laughs> I gotta come out with the hot stuff when I come out for uh, Keep an Eye. Because I'd, I'd literally be looking out for like all these little indie games that are existing all over the place. Reached out to them. I'll see if I could... Right now, they're kind of busy with uh, game design and whatnot, trying to make sure that this is the best product Ooh. it could possibly be. But a uh, potential interview in the future is a possibility. So we'll check to see if we could talk with them more about it. Sure. But for now, I cannot not recommend everybody to go look at this mm-hmm. game and give them your money. Like, look at it. It's just fun. There's nothing about this that isn't cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you. Oh, man. <laughs> right, I'm following this. I'm following this page. Exactly. Mm. There you go. 
<laughs> Two guys making games. <laughs> nuke exactly. Fist. I'm like, At Nuke Fist on Twitter. Means, nuclear wow. Fist, bro. Go look at them. Go check it out. Go check out Geno Kids. But that being said, that's going to do it for this episode. We did another chunky one. Another chunky <laughs> one. We just talked chunky. a lot, bro. It's we, bad. Talk, we talk too much, man. We have a tendency to do that, yeah. Especially with the three of us. <laughs> it's fine. Don't. Yes. Yes, like, it's all good. But uh, we will catch you guys next time on Paperboy Action. Have By a great week, means, everybody. Go, <laughs> go check us out at the Twitter, at paper underscore action. And Instagram, we will always be hitting up uh, there just to kind of let you guys know what we've been checking out. And just keeping you guys in the loop just in case you want to go find out what we were talking about this week or something like that. It'll, it'll be there. Uh, right now, it's a little behind, but I'm slowly doing it. Just going to put out a couple every so often. Just let it sit there and catch us back up on the list. We got like three. Mo- I think we're three podcasts behind currently. So okay. don't worry. Probably by like the end of probably next week, I'm going to say. It'll be caught up. So it's all good. Maybe this week. I'll try. I'll try to not bombard people. I'll try to just get a lot of it done. Mm. But uh just didn't want to hit people with a ton, ton of, of it ton at the same stuff, time. Yeah, so. Yeah. so we're just going to uh, piece it out. Um, just look forward to it. Once again, we are donating on the Patreon that we have. Go go there. You can support the show. Um, we don't pay to advertise the show, so it's all through word of mouth. By all means, spread the love. Let people know. If you like our content, <laughs> hit you that know, follow. You let your friends know, exactly. Bro. Come on. Hit that follow and subscribe button so that we know that you're consistently watching. Trust me, it helps. We can see downloads, but we just can't see who's like officially there. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if you've been listening to it on multiple things or something like that. So following just helps us pretty much get a better idea of you know, how insights. many people are watching, how yeah. many people are listening. Yeah, just helps us find and figure out a little bit more of how many of you guys are mm-hmm. out there. And like the but, way I see it, guys, I I have been a ghost follower before on many different, you know, with many different content creators. This is episode twenty. If you if you listen this long, drop a follow. We always appreciate it. For real, we'll, we'll always be working it. hard to give you guys the best content that we can. And thank you for listening. Also, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Okay, we got busy work by meat special this time. So be on the lookout for that at the end of the show. Enjoy, guys. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Deuces. you